Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Sorry, I'm across the room. Okay. Text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the App Store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Tickets to the PBR. We've got that coming up at 7.30. PBR will be in town on August 10th and 11th, which is not far away. Listener emails. To tell the truth, don't forget to get qualified. I don't know why I want to say that. Probably because I'm, I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy at the moment. Uh, 
Register for Fairway to Hell 3, September 14th. It's going down at Basket Case Disc Golf, uh, in terms of registering is, at least. 21st in Memorial. First 50 people are going to get a special player's pack courtesy of Prodigy Disc, uh, Facebook, Prodigy Disc, uh, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. Let's see. Trying to decide if I what I want to go with here to talk to you about. It, you'll probably see this in the news about the guy who smuggled, smuggled. <laughs> no, I guess that's accurate. A missile launcher. What? In his in his in his carry on, and he got in trouble because you know they check. <laughs> and missile launchers are big. He's a guy who was coming back from Kuwait, and he wanted it as a souvenir. Oh, that makes sense. Makes zero sense. Well, no, if you think about it, uh, I know like friends' grandparents and stuff who fought in like Korea, World War II, and stuff like that. They took souvenirs. They have their pistols, their sidearms. They have guns that they've taken. They've had other uh, accoutrements that they've had as you know war prizes. Yeah, uh, I think it was after the invasion of Iraq. The military cracked down on that dramatically. Oh yeah, and specifically. Missile launchers, the TSA isn't a big fan of you bringing through uh, ports of entry. I, I get I get Weapons in general, things. they don't want you yeah. bringing through ports of entry, <laughs> military or otherwise. Yeah, missile launcher is a little too much, if you ask me. It's massive. It wasn't live. And I believe from my uh, conversations I've had with active military personnel, they're told not to bring stuff back. Mm. And there's a harsh penalty, if I understand correctly, if they're caught. <laughs> Get in military trouble. But even at like a missile launcher, that's not like, hey, I got this gun off a German soldier. Right, right. Or I. This is I, something I used yeah. or didn't. Maybe he took it from a, you know, Afghani soldier. Who knows? No, uh, I guess. Just a weird thing to take. Yeah. Why is there stickers on it? What do you mean? Why? There's stickers on them. Well, I it believe looks one like... of the stickers is point this way. <laughs> no, one of them, I think it's like a, Don't stand a behind bomb this. or an onion. It's got a little face on it. I just didn't think you would decorate your missiles with stuff. Missile launcher. Missile launchers with stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just like you do your uh, water container. <laughs> right. <This is> mine. <laughs> your laptop. Just want everybody to know that I love Apple computers, so that's why that sticker's on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep calm and drive on. Whatever you got to do, right? Whatever sticker you feel like is necessary. It represents you as a person. I saw a bumper sticker yesterday. I, I think bumper stickers in general are pretty ridiculous. Though I understand people's desire to want to brag or promote whatever it is. And yesterday, it was an American flag. And I was like, yeah, patriotism. Got closer to them as we approached the stoplight. And it was the American flag. And underneath it said, keep it real and then instead of um stars and stripes it was fish and fishing reels nice. and then it's like mm, it said keep it real it's a lot that guy's a dad that's a lot no uh, it didn't <laughs> look sure like a dad. dad it didn't look like a dad maybe someone was driving dad's car but it it's a little bit of a weird stretch to try and incorporate all these things into one sticker patriotism yeah uh, a punny, and then, like, uh, you know, fishing. I like America, but I also like to go fishing, and I want you to know that about and me. And I think I'm punny. <laughs> Keep it real. It was, it was a adorable. weird combination. Mm, adorable? Yeah, I think it's adorable. 
What makes it adorable? I'm, I want to make sure I don't miss it. Oh, you're just so cute, little buddy. You just, oh, a little dad joke. You just, you, you just don't do that when t- I make dad jokes. <laughs> I don't know. Say it cuter. I don't know what to tell you. It's I bet that guy be is so more punny. <laughs> yeah, I bet that guy is pretty punny when I want to be. Is so proud of that sticker too. He like showed his wife and his kids. Like, ah, look, this, is, ah. this exactly represents who I am. <laughs> Maybe it was a bad Father's Day gift, you know, because kids do that. They like, oh, Dad likes fishing. It's American flag, Dad. Happy Father's right, Day. Right, you're American, yeah. and you like fishing. This is perfect for you. Right. I'll wrap my brain around that. I'll wrap my brain around that one. And you got to put it on the car, because the kids are watching. Uh, dad, 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 when are you going to put the sticker on the car, huh? No, don't if, you love it? Yeah, if I get a bumper sticker, I'm not putting it on the car. I gave my dad a bumper sticker. It's part of a Father's Day. What a horrible Day. gift, by oh, the no, way. No, no, it was part of a, a card, okay? It was it was the Father's Day card, and inside the card happened to be a bumper sticker. It's not like I, I saw the bumper sticker, and I'm like, that's dad yeah, all the way. That's 15 cents I spent. Right? For real. And it was it was stupid. It was that's like- free handout uh, I ever got. <laughs> It was like, uh, what did it say? It's like uh, world most redneck dad or some stupid jive like that. Anyhow, he didn't put it on the car at all whatsoever. Instead, it's on the gun cabinet. <laughs> so I get to see that when I walk in. Oh, because you have the gun cabinet yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you waiting as a kid, like, going to put it in your car, Dad? Uh, you no, because I gave, it, I gave it to him in, like, my early 20s, so I wasn't like that. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. <laughs> I wasn't like that. I'm like, Dad, please put it on the car. Put it on the car. No, I was like, you here, You got him a lame six-year-old father's gift at when you were 20? <laughs> well, it was the card. It was the card. Right. It wasn't like I no. went out and saw it. No, but you <laughs> did go, wow, this also is a sticker. <sighs> Right, you're right. You're like, ah, well, look, it's yeah. a dual purpose, Dad. Happy Father's Day. You got a bumper sticker. I don't think I need to say the obvious here, but you're an interesting cat, man. Like, you own a curio cabinet yes. with figurines in it. Yes. And you own your dad's gun cabinet. That's, Not saying you're unique. I think a pro- that's probably a, the story yeah. of a lot of people that have lost yeah. both their parents. Yeah. That, but. Uh, that gun cabinet actually has been passed down. It was my grandpa. It was his. We got it for his... 65th birthday, something like that. And then, so when he died, you know, my grandma held on to it. So when she died, that's when my mom got it. And then my mom died, my dad held on to it. My dad died. Well, crap, it's got to go somewhere. Does it have a deer or a fish etched on the front of the glass? Neither. Okay. Neither. This, uh, <laughs> when we were living in Alabama, my friend Bubba, his dad and uncle uh, ran a furniture shop. They handcrafted wow. furniture, right? Uh, so they did anything from gun cabinets, you know, chairs, stuff like that. So uh, they lived maybe, I don't know, a couple blocks equivalent down the road from us, okay? Because this is a country that we lived in. So equivalent of a couple blocks down the road. And our friend, our parents were friends with each other. Did you so. say a country you lived in? No, no. We were we lived in the country. Oh, got it. So okay. it's not like, you know, <laughs> three like blocks down the road, the <laughs> you know, from 71st to 74th. No, it's not the case. But there was no street signs like that. So they, they lived a couple blocks down the road. Our parents were friends. And, and mom was like, hey. Let's get Papa a gun cabinet, a handcrafted gun cabinet. Is Bubba either translation, you know, in in lieu of using Hezekiah, (laughs) or is Bubba in lieu of using some sort of Asian name that you bought from overseas? (laughs) Bubba was his actual name. That was on the birth certificate, Bubba. And he had a smoking hot sister named Keisha. Yeah. What? That makes no sense. I know it, but this is... Deep Woods, Alabama, nothing makes sense.
Bubba's a family name or Keisha? <laughs> Which one? Yeah, Keisha's not exactly a Deep Woods, Alabama name. Exactly. It was so weird. And he had a, she, he had a cousin named Selena. Selena was awesome. Selena. Selena, she was white as all get out, but she was missing her leg. From the knee down. So she was all like Rick Horton on us, okay? And athletic, she played softball, she ran track and all that stuff. Well. You know, she hobbled track. Okay. (laughs) She didn't run track. Yeah, yeah. She kind of played basketball. (laughs) 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 After she made a change. Yeah. Well, interesting group of people that I lived with down yeah, there. Yeah, you are. For sure. That is a cartoon character <laughs> group of people. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you have a curio cabinet and a gun cabinet. And so a listener sent us a note yesterday mm-hmm. with a picture of, I, I didn't understand it, but I'm assuming Gimpy did. Um, I think it is an, uh, an email in regards to his comment a few weeks ago about um, the Avon perfume bottles that Gimpy collects. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at that. I had to go back and find the email because it's been a little while or whatever. It's but, been less than 12 hours. Yeah, you know, it's been a little while for me. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, hey, I've got this as well. And, you know, uh, it's sure enough, this is that stupid little pheasant <laughs> that I have uh, in my curio cabinet. That pheasant, I believe it's a pheasant. It's a bird of sorts. Cologne bottle. Perfume bottle. What else? We're like, oh, do you have the, the you know, covered wagon? Can we trade? <laughs> <laughs> like baseball cards? Yeah. I will give you this pheasant for the car. Uh, he was he was saying that he's got the match. <laughs> That's what the email was saying. Like, yeah. I've got the match for you, so now they can live happily ever after. Aww. Aww. That's gonna, what the email was saying. He was going to give it to him? I didn't say that. It no. literally just was a picture with the subject line of Gimpy Match Set. Yeah. That's it. I don't, maybe he was calling him out, like, I don't know, Gimpy match set. <laughs> or he was saying, hey, I have this pheasant. They match. Look, they're a set. Yeah. You should yeah. make an offer, Gimpy. Well, I've already got this one. Why do I want What's he going one? to offer? True. I'll give you one antenna for the set. <laughs> I'll give you one <laughs> antenna. I'll give you the, uh, the, uh, the car-shaped perfume bottle for the <laughs> pheasant matching set. <laughs> right. Do any of those still have perfume in them, by the way? I was thinking uh, about that the other day. Like, do they still have scent in them? They did last time I checked 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, but they were pretty pretty well bone dry. But they still had a scent. And the scent is not that pleasant, to well, be I'm honest. Well, I'm sure it <laughs> smells like gasoline now. <laughs> right. What are you wearing there? Some 91 octane? <laughs> yeah. 89. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, low, I'm a low performance engine. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm not no foreign German piece of crap. <laughs> you know, when I really want to dress up, that's when I get the, high, the super unleaded. Right, right, when you've got a big date. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, we've got tickets to the PBR. We're going to give away listener emails to tell the truth. And we're going to play Does It Fit in Sam's Mouth? Fun. So we've got all that coming up and more. We'll take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news, but we cover them here for you. Let's go ahead. Oh, no. Let's try this one. There we go. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Florida man on horseback burglarizes home. So this guy, he goes by the name The Rooster, <laughs> and he rode a horse onto this property, and he's really 52-year-old Lonnie Maddox, and he was with his horse, Angel, and the homeowner had spotted him on security footage, and so um, he had gone up to this house. He opened the screen porch and tried to get into the padlock front door, but when he couldn't do that, um, he entered to the back window, and then Angel just scampered off. And so the homeowner was watching this happen, called the sheriff. The sheriff confronted him and um, let him know that, like, hey, we have you on cameras, or have you on security footage doing this. And he said that he just wanted to look inside the house because he had planned to rent it. So officers obviously didn't buy that, and he was arrested and charged with burglary of a dwelling. And they weren't 100% sure that Angel was his horse. <laughs> Did they check the VIN? <laughs> well, and they were, the when they were, like, talking to him, he was more concerned about his horse than, like, what he was getting in trouble for. He's like, where's Angel? <laughs> how do you... <laughs> How do you identify a horse belonging to someone other than like tag or tattooed? Yeah, that's about it. Branding is the only really real way to identify. Can't think about what the, what is on their hoosies, the the things they hammer in there. What are those called? What are those called? <laughs> we'll wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, only there was know, a logical name for it. The, they're uh, the you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They literally take a hammer and nail and and. Knock it into there. Well, they nail it into there. Yeah. Run, mm. the, come on, let's hear some of the ideas that are floating through your brain. Don't hold them in. Well. Like, <laughs> what's, what, what's going skis. through your brain? Skis. Okay. Skis? I, I don't, I'm trying to think A of. horse on skis. Seems like it'd be funny. No. What? <laughs> Till they fall down. Right. They're like, not. Uh, Come on, use the words. Let's hear them. Well, I'm just trying. I know I want to hear those words that are going in your brain. I've got a painted picture. There are no words. I'm just trying to. Then describe the picture. Find. Mm. Oh. Oh, God. It was there and now it's gone. um, uh, 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 Horseshoes. Horseshoes. Yeah. Can't they tell by the horseshoes? If it's wearing horseshoes. Yeah, not all horses wear shoes, you know. They only wear horseshoes when? When they're outside? I don't know. <laughs> when they're going out on a date? Those are like, horse heels, when right? When they're trying to get dressed boots. up. I think they wear horseshoes when the terrain is rough. Yeah, typically so when, like they're, the street. when they're on concrete, yeah. Well, in the old days, they didn't have concrete, and they wore horseshoes. I guess you're right. But rocks. So when the terrain rocks. is rough is when they mm-hmm. is when they do that. Hurt their feetsies. Yeah. Oops. You ever seen them nail one into a horse's foot? It mm-hmm. looks wrong. Right? But it doesn't hurt them, right? It's just like fingernails? The horse won't tell us. Right? We've been asking. He just keeps his mouth shut. Maybe it does, because have you seen the long face they have? (laughs) Adorable dad joke. Too late. doesn't count now. Yay. A pregnant woman has sex with a 14-year-old boy. Uh, This happens in Nebraska, where a 20-year-old Brittany Stricker has been having sex with this boy, 14-year-old boy, from January to late June. That's when she finally got popped. 
if uh, you want to call it that. Uh, they don't say how they come across this information, but the during questioning, she first, of course, denied everything, but eventually confessed to having sex with the boy over 100 times in the first six months of this year. The boy says that they uh, did it in her house and then three other houses in the city. Uh, one of the boy's friends, a 17-year-old, had witnessed them having sex, told the police about it uh, when he was questioned, saying that uh, the, uh, uh, they did it in the basement of one Lincoln residence. A phone call that was recorded by police said that uh, there was confirming comments of the sexual nature of their relationship, and uh, they discussed the status of their relationship, the boy and the woman, saying uh, where Brittany said that uh, sexual contact would be a part of their continuing involvement. Uh, like I said, she eventually confessed to having regular intercourse along with oral and manual stimulation and saying that they were drunk on many of those occasions, both her she's pregnant. and the boy. That's the fun part. That's the fun part. Um, she's knocked wow. up, and her old man, who is serving in the military, uh, happened Bitch. to be on leave while all this happened. Of course, now she's locked up on sexual assault of a minor, which carries up to 50 years in prison. Yeah, she's a horrible... hundred times. A stupid, yeah, horrible human being. a hundred times. Now, when I read that, I was like, you know, is that just exaggeration? Because, you know, boys, dude, we we did it like a hundred times, man. Yeah. hundred times. But then when she said anywhere between 45 to a hundred times, that kind of confirmed that uh, this lady is a creep. They've been having sex for a while. Yeah, yeah. Six months, apparently, from... from at, at least... At least six months, right? Because mm -hmm. if they were having sex three times a week, mm -hmm. that's like th over 33 weeks that they'd been having sex. Yeah. God, yeah. what a little skank. Right? And you said her husband was home on leave? No, he was out. Oh. He was overseas while okay. she's out banging little boys. Oh, God. <laughs> that's right. They'll take care of her in jail. Yeah, right. Christian dating guru is getting divorced and denounces his faith. <laughs> the man's name is Joshua Harris. You might know him from a popular evangelical bestseller called I Kiss Dating Goodbye, where he pushed a Puritan type of lifestyle of not dating to date, but dating to marry and not having sex and waiting and all these things. And now he has decided that he... Mm, doesn't believe in anything he wrote when tons of people have their whole lives went by his word thinking it was the right way and now are completely lost as individuals <laughs> because they're like, wait, all that was a was a sham. You got to listen to some of his quotes. He says, I have lived in repentance for the past several years, repenting of myself, my self-righteousness, my fear-based approach to life, the teaching of my books, my views of women in the church, and my approach to parenting, to name a few. But I specifically want to add this list to the list now. To the LGBTQ plus community, I want to say that I'm sorry for the views I taught in my books and as a pastor regarding sexuality. I regret standing against marriage equality for not affirming you and your place in the church and for any ways that may that my writing and speaking contributed to a culture of exclusion and bigotry i hope you can forgive me well that's good he's evolving he says i have un 
Or he's finally living. That's the key right there. He finally got a piece of ass, and he's like, I've been missing out on this all my life? Um, I don't think it's that. I mean, he may have gotten ass, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he may have decided he was on the wrong team. Oh, really? I don't know. It's pure speculation. It just it seems a little <laughs> odd that he did a 180 that fast. He yeah. has a family of... His wife and then like two or three kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what if he just decided that he didn't want he his wanted kids to bang to grow up in a world of hate? That's why he was wrong. Uh, but there are plenty of people that are still religious that don't hate. I mean, but clearly he preached hate before, right? If he's apologizing to them, yes. But he's also denounced his faith completely. I'm out. And there are though there are people that hate that happen to be of a certain denomination of religion. Our devotion, right? Your mm-hmm. denomination. Thank you. you. But he. Is not that doesn't mean he, he has to denounce his faith. He can go, hey, I'm I'm not sure I, the the part of my faith I was leaning on was wrong or whatever. But he's like, nope, not that ever again, not that. It's a weird story, and like I said, so many people based their social lives off his book. <laughs> and some of the comments on Twitter, just Google his name or Twitter his name, mm-hmm. are amazing because people are like. When you see someone change, like end their marriage and change their religion, that's the work of only one man. It's the devil. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And a lot of people texting about how they're lost now. They they don't understand. They've waited their whole lives not to have sex, not to date, because they felt like they weren't ready because of the teachings in his book. Hmm. Well, maybe he just needs an updated version. All right, here's <laughs> what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird how he does this for so long, and then the people that he had been with immediately, because because of a social media post mm-hmm. of him saying, I'm not going to be married, I'm denouncing my faith, they're like, we're done with him. And then there's a whole other group of people that are like, because he said apologize to one group, they're like, we embrace you. Right. <laughs> You're like, he just said like for years he's been saying horrible things, or for years he's been saying things in your favor. Yeah, but he said And just Sally. you throw him out with the garbage? <laughs> it's a very weird, it's very weird. It's a weird story, but fun to watch. All these stories are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BMMS69. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what do you want to say to 82945. Joining us from 1430, the buzz is Pop. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you guys? We're good, man. Uh, Yesterday, you and I had a brief conversation about it, and then I saw more of it yesterday where people were talking up because spring, uh, I'm sorry, uh, summer, fall ball, whatever you want to call it, camps are going on for the NFL and at least for my team I saw a lot of oh man this is the year these guys are amazing or something to that effect and then I saw one yesterday for the Raiders talking about how Derek Carr is going to be the MVP and and then I saw one you know obviously the Browns are getting a lot of talk and I am a fan of my team but I'm also very much a realist and slow the f down everyone hmm. There's, they haven't even really done anything. There's none, They're not even really hitting. Like they're showing on the Chiefs, they're showing the defense getting a lot of interceptions. And I'm like, stop it. 
That's it's not real. It's seven-on-seven practice is what a lot of this is. Teams have only had pads on, I think, for two or three days. That's how early in camp that we are. As soon as we had that conversation, I had a Chiefs guy on yesterday, and he said the exact same thing that we were talking about. Man, Pat Mahomes, this offense looks better than it did last year. And I, uh, I, I had to the whole bite my tongue like, hold off a minute. We're six days into camp, man. Yes. We're talking about a team that went to the AFC Championship game. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yes, it looks great right now. And then we fell back to, well, the defense is probably going to be better because they're playing against the best offense in the league. Like, they're not even full strength right now. Like, that, we're, we're not to that point yet. They haven't even played a preseason game. Our, the very first preseason game is not until Thursday night with the Broncos in the Hall of Fame game. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot there, and I know people are excited to have the most watched sport in this country back, and there should be hype around the Chiefs. The, the Raiders should be better, quite frankly. The Browns <laughs> are going to be one of the more talked-about teams in the NFL. They should be They should be good. So, of course, they're going to be better than what they were, but, yeah, we haven't learned our lesson yet as far as just – Taking a deep breath and realizing that the there's no season like the NFL as far as a physical grind is concerned. I was th- they we, showed we some just, they showed they showed some injuries already from training camp and guys are injured and I'm like I'm like yeah the, so what you're seeing is is like you singing in the shower and your mom going you can sing <laughs> that doesn't mean you really can sing like there's so much still te- so many more tests that need to happen it's just. Ah, God, I, I love my Chiefs, but I cannot take the Kool-Aid being poured that much. It just, it's, you, it's not real. You love your Chiefs, huh? I do love them. You want a little bit of a new, uh, news? Yes. Just signed the contract last night. We're going to have the Kansas City Chiefs on the Buzz Sports Network. That is awesome. Tickets! Tickets! <laughs> Don't think so, I wasn't wow. asked. I was going to say, do we get tickets? I mean, we broadcast, but do they give us I tickets? Think behind, I think I'm third in line behind, uh, I've got Pop, of course, and then American <laughs> Dad. In terms I'm, of NFL games and free tickets that come through the program, I think in that part, I think I'm third. Dude, I'm like third in line, so you might be fourth. Oh, no. Or, or fifth in this. Who's so. ahead of you? Uh, Besides, John, and right. then whoever John wants to take. Right. So that's uh, <laughs> his date. I.e., not so, you. <laughs> I.e., not you. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped because this is what our lineup will look like now on the network. We'll have Dallas, who's had a home on 1430 now for multiple years. Boom. We're going to have the Browns. We announced that yesterday. They will be on 1300 The Buzz. Uh, all the excitement surrounding Baker Mayfield. And the Browns, I saw television numbers from them last year where they were beating the Chiefs and Cowboys locally as sure. far as television ratings are concerned. Sure, that and makes then, sense. Uh, we have found a home for the Chiefs on the Jet, 93.5. So that Hooray! will be your official home for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know a lot of people had complaints about not being able to find them on their other radio partner. Um, that will not be the case this year. Uh, you, will, you will find them there. And the Chiefs do something that's really cool. Um, if you are in the out, uh, outside areas, because trust me, we're, what we're on now on KMOD, it signals much bigger than what the Jets is. But we'll have a link on the website. You are allowed to stream Chiefs games, but it's only through a desktop. I know it's weird. It's a weird NFL rule, 
but you, you cannot stream via mobile devices on any NFL games, but uh, you can do it on a desktop, and the Chiefs do provide that for you at least, and they promote that. But, yeah, that's what our Buzz Sports Network lineup will look like, the Dallas Cowboys, the Cleveland Browns, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, just for people that aren't privileged, what goes into the deciding factor of picking up um – you know, carrying because there are people that are maybe uh, other fans of like the, the you know the Texans or whatever, and not understanding why they're not getting picked up locally or or something. Um, that might be a poor example, but I'm just saying. I know people right. are wondering why their team isn't getting picked up. Well, uh, I mean, we made the Browns' decision based strictly off of Baker Mania. To be quite frank about it, uh, if Baker Mayfield played for the Houston Texans and we saw that uptick as far as Texans fans are concerned, then we would probably try to pick them up if we could. Um, I mean, I walked through Walmart the other day, and they're selling Baker Mayfield jerseys and, and Cleveland Browns gear now. I'm like, wow, so this is this is where we're at now. Made me feel a little bit better about the decision that we had made. Uh, and you just look at the impact that he's had and the excitement level that he's brought to it. Um, so, so we thought, you know, there's an opportunity here, bringing more eyeballs to it. The Cowboys make sense, right? Regional yeah. team. I've wanted the Chiefs for years. We used to have them. I've wanted them back. I didn't feel like that they were treated properly. So I, I felt like it, when they – and I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to me. They were like, hey, we're Ooh. looking for a place. Can Ooh. you – yeah, I know, right? They, Will you they called me and said, uh, we, we, we need somewhere new to go. We're, we're not happy, so uh, can you do something for us? And I didn't think I'd be able to. Uh, with a few conflicts that we're going to have, there will be a few, but they they said, we don't care about the conflicts. We just want out of where we're at. We want to come to you guys. That's so, awesome. So we're going to have them. But yeah, there are a lot of factors that play into it. You know, um, I'm, sur- I'm sure sales issues, you know, comes comes to be a part of that. Also cost. Some of these franchises are not cheap to carry by any means. And um Translation, the Chiefs are exceptionally cheap to carry. That's what that is. <laughs> free. But yes. Uh, so, yes. If, if the Chiefs came in and were like, we want X amount of money, we probably wouldn't be carrying the Chiefs this year. Oh, God, but, please uh, just that, take us. That has, not, that has not been the case so far. So, yeah, super excited. And um, that also gives us content and access to – a lot of Chiefs-related material, so you could be hearing uh, like a weekly spot from Mitch Holtis on my show and things like that. So that's super, awesome, super pumped, very cool. Whatever I can do to help, please let me know. I would love to be a part of anything Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, and if tickets do trickle down, you know, to the fifth spot or fourth <laughs> spot wherever you're at, I'll uh, I'll let you know. I'll talk to Thank you more you. about that off the air. <laughs> okay. Oh, just yeah. have him be your date. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Adorable. Share popcorn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Share. Popcorn. <laughs> uh, one other NFL note: She's Ezekiel porkies, Elliott. No mm-hmm. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, who's holding out a Cowboys camp, he's he's now decided that he's going to go spend time in Cabo while the Cowboys are that in training camp. That doesn't sound so, good. Yeah, he's going to be there, but don't worry, Corbin. He has told everyone he's going to be working out while he's in Cabo <laughs> and waiting to sign his new contract. curls. I've seen the way he works out when he's partying, man. He hits mm. people. That's how he works out. Yeah, he reaches over and honks boobs. <laughs> Remember that at the uh, St. Patrick's Day party yes. that he got in trouble with in Dallas? Yes. Good Lord. Oh, <laughs> All right, more on that in the next update. That's Ball City Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break, but we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. 
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And a while back, we did a thing to see if Sam could put all of those candles in her mouth. Yeah, she set a record. She did set a record. Not she, officially. Not a fi- Yeah, we have not submitted it. <laughs> BMMS record. We're working on it. Yes, yeah, yeah. so a BMMS record. There you go. Uh, previously unsetted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a new record. Uh, and we're going to see if we can do that again. Again, we've uh, decided to call this um, uh, Will It Fit in Sam's Mouth. Will It Fit in Sam's Mouth. Oh, that's not going to be out of my mouth for a while. I have a I have huge a mouth. mouth. Okay, so... <laughs> There's a story in the news about this guy who put 146 blueberries in his mouth. The previous record was 100. And this is the same guy that did the candle thing. Wow. So he's got a thing for cramming a bunch of stuff in his mouth. Well, he didn't like that Sam just crushed his. (laughs) So he felt like he had to, you know, do something else to own the record. Had to make it right. Now... Full disclosure, I have tried to do this four separate times, mm-hmm. and when I go to buy blueberries in the morning at the grocery store, there are none. <laughs> okay. And this morning, these are the only four they had. Huh. Okay. The only four containers they had. So, I hope this, I hope they're not rotten. I hope they're not. Oh. And you can check the receipt. Like, I bought them this morning. Mm-hmm. I tried to, to look to make sure, and they all looked okay. They say there's about... Um, they say 60 in each of these, but I, I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to not have enough. Yeah, right. give mm-hmm. or take a yes. blueberry or two. So if you want, Sam, then you can do this any way you want. That's 10 right there. Okay. So and then I guess my question is, um, how did this guy not smush any in his mouth? That's a good question. It's a great question that I don't have the answer to. Um, it doesn't say. Because... Uh, I would think that, like, even just if, because, like, the candles, those were wax and, like, a solid thing, so you can shove them, in, okay. you know, back further, and you can't really shove blueberries because then they will break. Yes, yeah, so but- you cannot break them. He had to spit them back out, and they had to be reexamined to make sure they weren't busted. Oh, okay, okay. So All you right. have to be very Gentile with these. Ah, that's. Not my strong quality. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff. For real, man. Uh, so I don't know how you're going to do this. I have no advice for you. Oh, okay. Uh, my only advice about blueberries would be maybe kind of put them in a smoothie. <laughs> they taste pretty good that way. Or Muffins. let them simmer on the stove and make a nice syrup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put them on pancakes. That's how I like them. So I don't know what you want to do here to try and make this happen. I think that if you take, because you say there's approximately 60 in each one. Mm-hmm. I, no, I didn't say approximately. They say there's 60 in each one. Right, right. So they say there's 60 in each one. I think if you just take the container and just dump it in your mouth, you know there's 60 there. Not do, by, not not doing that. No? No, because this has to last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was thinking of doing it by the handful and like seeing how many well, are in each hand and then yeah and, and then, then glub, glub. yeah trying to put them how many do you think you can get in i i feel like i can at least do 100 of them i'm just worried about the breaking them part that's like i i don't want to inadvertently break them so i'm just gonna i guess put 
my tongue at the very bottom of my mouth. and like, What do you usually put it? Well, I mean, like, press it down <laughs> to the bottom of my mouth. Okay. And to make more, to make more room in my mouth. So, all right. Okay. Well, have at it, sister. Cram that, those little berries in your mouth. <laughs> so, really, I would just need to get two of these cases in there, right? He did uh, how many? 146. So, you have to do two, two and, and a, half. a half. Yeah. Yeah. Three would make it solid. So that's ten. Don't drop them on the ground. You will still have to use them. There's okay. ten mm-hmm. in your hand right there. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's a handful. I know. Let me see what you got there, Sammy. Oh, yeah. There's like... Wait, she's cupping them? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you got to be gentle. Yeah. Man, I... Let's do this. What? Let's just do ten at a time so we can keep track easily. Okay. So you did four handfuls. We know there's 40 in your mouth. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Did you ever nine, count t- with twos? Did you ever learn to count with twos? Well, I'm trying not to break them. Hey, judgy. There's <laughs> plenty here. <laughs> All right. So here's the first ten. Okay. Ten uh, blueberries. See, they would for me they're so delicious mm-hmm. that it would be hard not to chew on one. Right, exactly. Now, you can't do that. You gotta uh, wait until uh, they're they're done. Nice. Look at the size now of that you're blueberry. Good gold That's one. massive. I have no idea what you're saying. So there's 20 she's putting in her mouth. She said she doesn't think she can do this. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're all the size of the berry that Corbin just showed me, those are those are big ones. Talking to that, Mike. Another, so 30, yes. She's, she's full. She's full. She's not gonna get that extra Look at that handful one. in there. Look at that, that one right there. That one's that one's looks like an old man's sack. <laughs> Very wrinkly. Now here's forty. <coughs> yeah, yeah, she ain't getting she ain't getting more than forty. <laughs> Yes, forty. You got 40 yes, we in understood. Your mouth. There's forty. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. but no, you got to do hundred and forty-six. Do them in singles now, because uh-huh. you don't think you're gonna get another ten in, do you? Uh-huh. Not all at once. Not with com- smooshing them. <laughs> Their confidence level is just so. Low. Oh yeah, yeah. No, not a problem. A ten in my mouth, no problem. Okay. Fifty. This is fifty. She's got. She's moving her hand around. Now, keep in mind, Sammy, they all have to stay intact. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so, they have to stay in her mouth for five seconds. Yeah. Okay, so there's 50. <laughs> Good gosh, she's got a large Oh, that was five. Mouth. Okay, 45. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's no way. You're not even halfway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's a time to share how much you, affection you have for us, but we love you too. You just dropped one. I think it went in your shirt. <laughs> I literally think it fell out of her. Oh, there went another one. She can't keep the little berries in her mouth. Are you calling dinosaurs? What was that? Now you're snorting. Now, she's, now we're seeing a dragon beard. Now we're seeing a dragon beard. She's dropped another one on the ground. Don't smash him on the ground. I guess Brett won't care. Yeah, right. Oh my God! Uh, she just spit them. Look at him! Dr- look at that! <laughs> oh my God! Oh, just sliming, sliming, dripping off of it, dangling off of it. Oh 
what's hard is like I'm getting choked by them literally because because there's like air. Oh, that's so gross. It's so, oh, it's gross. so slimy. It's Give very me. slimy. How much do I have to pay you to eat these? It's just dangling from the bottom of your hand. Oh. Are you kidding me? This man would love to lick your feet, so I think he would have no problem inhaling those. Oh my god! I don't know how this guy did 140. I, unless really... they deliberately bought like small ones. That would yeah. be the only thing that I can I can assume. It doesn't say in the story. No. It just says he put 146 berries in his mouth, held them for five seconds. I Okay. So there's a bunch of different size ones in here. If I only use the super small ones, like the very smallest one I have, I bet I could fit 140. But there's big ones that are the sizes of, like, you know, there's quarters. Some, yeah, there's uh, quarters. I think you're a little, being a little generous. These are big blueberries, but... They're not quarter size. Nickels, I would say, but not a not a. I don't know where you're getting your quarters from. God, right? so you're much getting ripped off. Spit in my hand. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, I don't want to put those ones back in there. Why? You have to though. They're well, yours. They're new ones. They're yours. I know, but these. But I've smushed like two of them. There's one that I've smushed, and so I just want a, f- a fresh one that aren't soggy with my spit to try again. Okay. Oh, really good. Are you eating them? Um, there's, <laughs> listen, we're fine, girl. You can barely get 45 in your mouth. You I'm like kind of disappointed, actually. I'm not surprised. I feel like, I know, but if I beat his other record, then this guy's my nemesis. Hey, listen, you were built for uh, length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not volume? Not volume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try one more time. Okay. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Just a piece of advice. Count them as you put them in your hand. Right. <laughs> you don't mess her up. Please can, don't mess her up because she's a, she's trying so hard to not mess up. <laughs> right? You're trying to count. 19, 45, 45 26, 27, 27 9, 30. 30. Okay, here's 30. <laughs> and then I, I'll go more after these. You have 30 in your hand right there. Yeah, here's 30. Okay. okay. Uh, my, my strategy is to, damn it, <laughs> she, She's dropping them. Yeah. My strategy Usually is. Usually happens at 40, but go ahead and <laughs> drop your berries. <laughs> uh, uh, my strategy, this time I'm going to strategically put them in my mouth, like closer to the back of my throat. Okay. So rather than like willy-nilly, I can build forward. If I start at the back, then I can put more forward. W- okay. Does that make sense? No. What were you doing before? Well, I was just, just willy-nilly putting them in my mouth. There was no strategy. So okay. this way, I feel like if I go about it this way, then I have more of a, uh, like I'm building something in my mouth rather than just trying to hope they fit. Whatever you say, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh-huh. trust you when it comes to the uh, real estate uh-huh. <laughs> development that happens inside your orifice. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's well, trying to get 30 in there right now. Uh-uh. I'm going to believe that when you do stuff like this, it's first time. Second time, you're, it's the chances of it happening are much smaller. Yeah, because you've already blew it. You already know where round. the limit is. You yeah. already know where the, like, what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And on something like this, yeah. I'm not talking about life and other stuff, but when you're trying to break a record, you would need to wait a day and then try again. She got 45 in her mouth the first time. Yeah. Is that about right? Yeah, mm-hmm. give yeah. or take, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, she can't even get 50. Five more. Hmm. Five more. Hmm. Right, five. You're holding a five. You're holding five fingers up. Five. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> oh, ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're holding five fingers up. So ten, she gets in there. Three. 
four, four. Yeah. She got four D in her she mouth. She literally now. did this. She went, she went four D. Like she did it backwards. I was like, ah, uh, oh, okay. This is five zero. This is fifty. She just took her mouth and and uh, fish hooked her mouth to try and put more. Uh, She's losing one. them down the side yeah. of her mouth. They think they went in her shirt again. So. She's wearing a dress, so they easily can be caught with those jugs. <laughs> oh, you want the berries. Sorry, you were giving this weird motion towards me. <laughs> this cupping motion you were handing. So you already done more than you did before that are, that are now dripping onto your keypad, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry? What? <laughs> What? (laughs) Get real close to that mic. I'm having a hard time hearing you. (laughs) You're losing them. They're they're just so loosely packed that she moves forward and they roll out of her mouth. (laughs) That did not sound good at all. (laughs) Did you just vomit? (laughs) <laughs> there was a weird foaming sound that happened. <laughs> tell, we're trying to get an update on how many you've got in your mouth and what you're about to put in. So tell me how many are in your mouth currently. Close to the microphone, please. If you stop, I can't hear her. <laughs> Tell me how many are in your mouth. Five zero. And how many are in your hand? There's like spit drinking, like dripping off like she just stopped filming a, a gangbang. Like, and it's dripping off of her hands and her mouth. Like, look at oh so Gippy. Her face is glistening. shine. <laughs> <laughs> So you have oh god. oh god now it came out of her nose oh now she's gagging oh she's got to spit him out oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they were literally cutting off my air supply yeah microphone they were literally cutting off my air supply <sighs> how were they cutting panicked. off your air supply you have a nose were they in your nose. No, because when I breathed in, like two of them got dislodged and went like straight in the back of my head. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Oh my god. Okay, I think fifty is gonna be my max. I think you didn't even hit fifty because a bunch fell out. Yeah. Well, the, at one point there was fifty in there. It's just they didn't stay. <laughs> that I laughed and spit it everywhere. Look at your hand. Oh. Look at the the oh. slime string, oh. the snot string hanging off of your hand. Sick. Look. Yeah, and uh, you just oh. dumped them all. Look <laughs> at the ground. You just dumped nice them all. Oh. You you know you put some on the other side of that tray, right? And then you and then you grew, picked it up, and they just fell all over the place. You're spitty. <laughs> Look at your hand, like you just been slimed. <laughs> Well, I failed that. Yeah, you complete you completely failed that. I have a huge mouth. Not gonna happen. Oh. 
This man has a bigger mouth than you. He can fit <laughs> tiny blue balls in his mouth better than you. We got to take a break. We'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. It's Corbin and one of them that can't put blue balls in her mouth. I'll let you decide which one of them that fits under. Uh, we're going to play a game and give away, <laughs> give away some tickets to the PBR. I don't like the blue one. I love blueberries. They're amazing. It is literally one of my favorite, most favorite flavor profiles. That peanut butter. Banana. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Blueberry marshmallow, man. Marshmallow is like one of my favorite flavor profiles. I'll put it in the top 10, but it's like number 10. I guess it's like vanilla, right? Marshmallow yeah. is van- vanilla flavor. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes marshmallow, to me, tastes like dirt. I don't know why. Wait, where are you? Straight out of the bag. Delicious dirt. Sticky dirt is all it is. <laughs> We'll talk about that off here. You're doing something completely <laughs> wrong. Usually you wait until after a shower for that. Uh, we're going to play uh, Sing Sing. Current record is? Uh, well, looks like I am in the lead with 10. Corby has nine. Sammy deep in the rear with four. Last week's winner was? That'd be me. So it's going to be Corbin and Sam competing at 918-460-KMOD. Call it decide who you want to read clues. Uh, good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? It's Joe. Hey, Joe. How are you, man? I'm great. How are you? Good. Who do you want to read clues, Corbin or Sam? Uh, Corbin. Joe, we've got 60 seconds. We've got to get as many right as we can. Are you ready, sir? I am. Uh, this is a band fronted by Dave Grohl, and in the video for this, it's a take off a Mentos commercial. Big me. Ooh, yeah, you're right, but that's not the song I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I made a mistake. You've got you've got the right um, band. The song is. Um, um, let's see. Uh, 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 Superman is a super hero. My hero. Correct. Yeah. Um, this is the put the ketchup on the table song. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is an Armenian band. They're no longer together. Well, they play occasionally. Oh, uh, yes, correct. Uh, this is a song that was covered by Cake. It's an anthem about women and uh, what they uh, can do to be better when men aren't nice to them. It's a disco song. Um, there's I don't a, know. Okay, there's a TV show on CBS. And they put them on an island. That, uh, that show is called? Love Island. Mm, that is true, but I'm thinking the one with Jeff Probst. Oh, Survivor. Yes, and we didn't get it. But two is what we got, Joe. That might be good enough okay. for the win, okay? Awesome, thanks. Hang on the line, man. Don't go anywhere. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Matthew. Matthew, how are you, sir? Wonderful. How are you doing? Good. You and Sam got to get more than two. Are you ready? Yes, sir. There you go. Um, this is a group of five males, and it's not in sync, but the other ones. Backstreet Boys? Yes. And then, um, um, if you, well, mm, oh, this is so hard. Um, okay, I am at the store, and I point at something because I what it. 
You want it? Yes. Do you know the title with that? I want it that way. Yes. Um, oh, okay. This is, um, oh, what do you call a male chicken? A rooster? Yes. Um, Here comes the rooster. You already got it. Um, uh, okay. This is the, this is the guy that was in Grand Torino. Get off my lawn. What's the name of that actor? Clint Eastwood? Yes. Um, uh, this, he, uh, bit the head off of a dove and this is when you're insane, and then the thing that goes choo-choo. Crazy train? Yes. Um, this is... Good job. You guys won. Congratulations. You're getting the tickets to the PBR. The PBR is going to be over at the BOK Center on August 11th. Great job, Matthew. Thank you. Good job. Hang on the line. I have failed you, Joe. We did not get enough to win, man. That's okay. We'll get him next time. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Losers! Losers! I circled this one because yeah. we, we, we weren't going to allow it. Yeah, Because yeah. you said I and it. Yeah. Two, okay. two of the five words in yeah, the title. But it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. because you got you got the three others. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one, I thought your, your uh, gorillas, Clint Eastwood... Easy way to get it. I thought that was awesome. Uh, your um, your Aussie one. I feel like you missed an opportunity to say Sharon. Okay. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you got it either way. And then uh, your Backstreet Boys one. Uh, this is a slogan that um, Burger King uses. You got it. And you've sang that song before. You have. Mm-hmm. That's what threw me off. I was like, she knows this. Yeah, I just didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to risk it. Well, you didn't. Yep. Um, and then uh, for yours, the first I was afraid, I was petrified. Yeah, I get put in a place where I'm afraid to sing the song because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm singing the chorus or not. Right. Yeah. Because right. I'm just trying to think so fast that I can't uh, decipher if I'm doing the chorus or a memorable part of the song. or, or So I get I just get locked up that way. Yeah. But you killed Same-sies. it. You you killed it, Sam. Uh, all right, so the record now. Uh, keeps me at 10, keeps you at 9, and now moves Sammy up. To five. We'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And this always comes up at Halloween, but Snickers has started an online petition to change Halloween to a Saturday. And I know a lot of people are going to be for this. They said that they will hand out, they will give away a million candy bars if Halloween is moved to the weekend. (laughs) A million fun size candy bars, you know, they're not handing out full size. I don't know. They want to change the Halloween to the last Saturday of October. If the United States government gets it done, Snickers will give out one million free candy bars in celebration. They're aiming for an all-day celebration. The petition currently has 110,000 signatures. They say that uh, it should be moved to the last Saturday, which this year it would fall on the 26th. It says 3,800 Halloween-related injuries each year. 82% of parents don't use high-visibility aids on their costumes. Be sure to incorporate. I mean, these are all things I don't know if a Saturday would make a difference. 
You're not. I thought you were before this. No way, man. I am all about keep it the way it is. I feel like no we had a conversation, season. though, mm. where you guys were both like, move it to a Saturday. No, I've never been move it to a Saturday. Keep it on a Wednesday. Keep it on a Thursday, whatever day that it is. You know, that's that. We set it October 31st. That is Halloween. That's the way it should be. Shouldn't change at all whatsoever. Move it. Everybody wants to party on a Saturday anyways. Why have it on Wednesday? Because that's how it is. That's the calendar. If, it, know, if the thirty first happens to fall on a on a Wednesday, then then so be it. You just have to get out a little bit earlier, and your kids gotta, you know, they yeah. don't get to eat that much candy before they go to bed. It's not like we move it for you know Jesus's birthday. <laughs> Always been December twenty fifth. No, <laughs> Listen, no, it hasn't since the beginning of time. No, it since hasn't. The beginning of my time. It's always been December. 25th. He wasn't born in December. <laughs> I get it, but that's when we celebrate it, though. And and, and that's like moving St. Patrick's Day. You know, it's it's on a Wednesday. I can't get pissed drunk off a of green beer on a Wednesday because I got to work the next day. So let's move it to Saturday. There is something to be said that the holidays don't fall in. They're not all ran the same. So like Thanksgiving. Right, it's always the last Thursday or the third Thursday or whatever it is of November. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. right. No Easter's always on the certain Sunday after whatever Columbus Day or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we all have calendars. We can figure it out. Why not just have it on a Saturday? Let's just all agree it'll be easier. Wonderful. I'm just saying there should be some sort. It's all the all the holidays should be the same. It should either be all on the same day, <laughs> like hey, it's this day every year, or it's based off of convenience. Right. Yeah. Easter's only on Sunday for one reason. Church. <laughs> it's literally the only reason. Yeah, so let us have it on a Saturday. Right. Way more fun. Right. St. Patrick's Day is always on the 17th. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you why it shouldn't be on another day or why it should stay on the 17th. I mean, if it's easier, <laughs> let's have it on a Saturday, too. Why not? Let's move Valentine's Day, then. It's never on the 14th. Well, that doesn't really require anything. Wait, hold on. Yes, it does. <laughs> now you're not on board? I mean, I guess I don't care about that one because it's not exactly like a party holiday the same way St. Patrick's Day and Halloween is. So I don't really care as much. You can have sex on a Saturday or a Tuesday. That doesn't matter. I, it, moving Valentine's Day would make sense, too, because you, if it's not, you've got to do something on Valentine's Day and then you got to turn around and do something on the weekend, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you do get hit both ways. Just move every effing holiday to a Saturday. The That's last right. Saturday yeah. of the month. So feel free if you'd like to sign that petition and see how other people... Want to change it as well. 110,000. I mean, I don't think they're going to make it happen. Here's popping balls to the wall sports. With Ezekiel Elliott's holdout at four days, the Cowboys are going to sign Alfred Morris. The team announced Monday night. Sources confirmed to a report by the fan in Dallas that Zeke was flying to Cabo. The Cowboys held their first padded practice of camp on Tuesday. While on suspension in 2017, Elliott spent time in Cabo as well. Cowboys continue to speak with his agent regarding a contract extension, and they have swapped proposals, but sources indicate that nothing is close at the moment. Morris played for the Cowboys in 16 and 17 with the San Francisco 49ers last season. Cowboys training camp is underway, and Ezekiel Elliott, with him not there, Jerry Jones addressed the situation in an interview with CBS 11 Sports. Jones discussed Hall of Fame running back uh, Emmett Smith and Zeke Elliott and Jones, Jones pointed out that Smith became the first ever rushing champion to be a member of the Super Bowl team after the Cowboys beat the Bills in 93 and it was essentially hinting at the point that the Cowboys do not need a rushing champion to be Super Bowl champs 
So we'll see how that factors into Zeke's contract. The Dodgers on their way to a seventh consecutive National League West title and so far have two losses in the Division Series, two losses in the Championship Series, and two losses in the World Series to show for it. And this year, probably do or die for the Dodgers. They have not won the World Series since 1988, and they are a team that are the subject of many trade rumors as we approach the trade deadline in Major League Baseball coming up tomorrow with several teams already making moves, including the Phillies, who got Jason Vargas from the Mets yesterday. Vargas has shown the ability to be a quality bottom-end starter, going 6-5 and five with a four-earned uh, run average this season. His contract states that he receives a $250,000 bonus if traded, so the Mets do owe him that. And we're keeping an eye on teams like the Yankees, who have not won the division since 2012, on what moves they will make in the next 24 hours. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we do listener emails on Tuesdays at this time. You can send an email to show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com, and then we read it on the air and get advice from listeners. And this one says that my mother is coming to visit us over Labor Day, and she has two little dogs, and I have said that I don't want the dogs here in my house. I don't like dogs. I don't like cleaning up dog poop in the yard. She said that if she doesn't get to bring her dogs, then she's not coming. And now I feel like I'm in a predicament predicament, as I've already told my kids that grandma was coming to visit. And she's telling the kids that I won't let grandma come see them if she brings the dogs. So now I look like the bad guy to my kids. Should I offer to board them for her in town when she gets here or get her a hotel room with her dogs? I just don't want to disappoint my kids. Manipulation. Hmm. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Listener email on Meemaw coming to visit <laughs> and wants to bring her dogs to this parent's house. It doesn't say if it's a son or a daughter. Yeah. But what should they do? Are they wrong for saying you can't bring the dogs? <sighs> It is their house, you know. Um, however, it is your mom too. I see the catch here. It is definitely quite the predicament. But it's and? it's it's your house. If this is the way you want your house, it's your house. If if Mama said don't bring your filthy beast over to my house, you would what? Probably not bring filthy beast with you because Mama don't like it. Unless you said something like, I won't come visit unless you let me bring Filthy Beast. <laughs> and then. What a great nickname, by the way. Also, telling the grandkids, like, oh, mom won't let me come if I don't bring, if I can't bring, you know, whatever, Toonses and Fido. Way manipulative. Super manipulative. This says, someone texted and said, I don't trust anyone who hates dogs. Quit being a bitch. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are people that don't like dogs. <laughs> uh, I I think the difference is you can like dogs and not want to live with dogs. Right. You can like dogs and not want to have to pick up dog dew. Yeah. You can like dogs and not want, you know, shedding all over your couch. Uh, someone said, text said, freaking drama queen. 
Wow. Tell the kids Meemaw loves the dogs more than you, so she won't come visit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Brutal. use the kids as a tool. That's a good idea. Uh, James is on. Hi, James. How are you? Not bad. What do you think? Uh, I think <laughs> Easy for you to say. Solid advice. Sorry, we were having problems with your phone. Uh, Renee, go ahead. You're on the air. All right. Um... So I guess it really depends if you're allergic to dogs because, if, you know, if you're allergic to dogs, you don't want that in your house. But even if she's like, not, it's her house. So why would it, you don't have to be allergic to not want something in your house. Well, yeah, sure. I can understand that too. Well, like, I think that's one of the main problems. Uh, if you're allergic, you know, you don't want that in there. I mean, good but, point, but if you're allergic, you could just have zero res come over after her. They do three rooms of carpet for $119. You mentioned Corbin from KMOD. Get the fourth room for free. Ooh. <laughs> you piqued her interest. Why is my carpet's clean? <laughs> Mic drop, Renee. Mic drop. So you're saying, though, if there's a medical reason to not, then maybe he's the, he or she has something there. Yeah, like... Because, like, you know, I know a lot of people who are allergic to dogs, so they can't come to my house because I have two dogs. But even if, so, if like, she's not allergic, she just doesn't like them, is that enough reason to be like, no, sorry, you can't have them over? Yeah, I think that would be a good enough reason. But also, um, it just really depends. They said they had kids, right? Mm-hmm. So... Are the dogs, like, one main factor we don't know, are the dogs aggressive? Because we don't know the dogs are aggressive, not towards the kids. Right. Good point. Right. So you're saying as long as they can give a rational reason why, that should be enough? Yes. Right on. Renee, thank you so much. You have a great day. You're welcome. You too, guys. All right. See you later. We appreciate you. My rational reason is I don't like dogs. That's a rational reason enough. Uh, this says, your house, your rules. Life is full of disappointment. Tell the kids that grandma won't leave her dogs. Uh, this says, I have two dogs, but when my sister comes over, her dog's always S's on my floor. I tell her anything that dog does, she has to clean up. I mean, I feel like that should go without saying, but you're going to tell you, this person saying, hey, I don't want to clean up dog do. I'm guessing that's outside. You're going to go, hey, mom, you got to go outside and clean up dog do? It's 106. Here's a plastic bag. Right. Uh, let Mima bring the filthy beast, but make her clean up their own ass. Yeah, but okay, if you don't have dogs, you don't want any poop on your carpet. So I, I feel like that, I mean, that's just not enough of a reason. Another text, that is BS on grandma, but my father-in-law did that to us with five dogs that tore up my house and it started a lot of drama. I wished I never let them in. Ah, excellent point. What if the dogs come in, you're like, ah, whatever, be passive about it. And then the dogs destroy part of your couch, your kids' toys, bite your kids. Who knows? Because mm-hmm. your kids aren't used to being around dogs. Right. And the people that are bringing the dogs are used to dogs being around, so they don't keep an extra eye on them. And what do kids want to do when, when the dogs come around? Hit they dogs. Wanna play. They yeah. want to hit dogs. Hit them. They want to pull their tail. They pull their ears, whatever. I don't know how old these kids are. I just imagine they're young babies. Uh, this says, in a, it's a couple of days in exchange for making the kids happy, implying what's the problem. Uh, I would totally agree with the homeowner if they don't want their dogs there. 
don't bring them. If grandma wants to be a bitch, then grandma's not allowed either. Find a compromise. Could keep the dogs outside. Make grandma pick up the poop. Or like they said, her grandma put her up in a hotel on her dime. That's not what the email said, though. Mm -hmm. Email said, should I put my mom up? Right. Ish. (laughs) Come visit me. Let me pay for you to go somewhere. Andy is on. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are yourself? Good, sir. What do you think? Well, I actually have the same situation that I deal with at my house. I I don't hate dogs, but I cannot stand the smell of dog in my house. Um, I don't want them there. I don't want anyone's dogs coming over to visit into the house. Um, I just won't let them in the house. Absolutely not. Um, so I completely understand why this person is not wanting to let someone bring dogs from their house into my house. Um, I say stick by your guns. If grandma wants to be like that, uh, there's several different ways that you can take care of dogs. Grandma can have a friend come over for a couple days, which is what my mother-in-law does because I won't let her bring her dogs to my house. What did it cause a problem between you and your mom saying, hey, you can't bring your, your fur babies? No, not at all. It's my house. I'm the one that paid for it. I'm the one that bought it. It's my rule. It's just the way it is. Right on. Andy, thank you, man. You have a great day. Hey, you guys too. All right, buddy. See you later. <laughs> Poison dogs day one. Grandma leaves day two. <laughs> we'll take care of that. That could it? create a weird Christmas, mm-hmm. just for the record. Adam is on. Hi, Adam. How are you? What's up, guys? What do you think? Uh, I think both parties are being really selfish and unyielding, and that creates uh, a lot of tension that they're going to have to deal with down the road. Mom, uh, Grandma should be more considerate of be, uh, the fact that she's a guest in somebody else's house. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I'm going on 13 years of marriage. I deal with a lot of headaches that I'd really rather not. That's just part of being coming into another family. And, you know, sometimes that means you're going to have to put up with crap you really don't want to, especially sometimes if they're going to be a guest in your house. We don't know how. I mean, if it's going to be a couple of days, just suck it up, buttercup, and you can deal with it. But we also don't know how big the dogs, if they're a couple chihuahuas or a great thing. You never know. Right on. Thank you so much, Adam. Have a good day. You too. There's some really good texts coming in. Uh, Maybe they can't have dogs and could be kicked out if they're there. Right, if it's a rental. Excellent point. Leave them damn dogs outside. Ain't no reason to make your house stink over her dogs. Yeah, that's all good and gravy and all, but what happens when they start digging holes or chewing up stuff in your yard or whatever? Now you're extra pissed. Because they're not outside dogs and they just want to destroy. Uh, That's your mom. She gave you life. (laughs) You should let her bring the dogs. Uh, The only reason she needs to give is it's my house. No other explanation needed. Time for Meemaw to choose between kids and dogs. Uh, let's go back to the phones, and Jeff has been waiting a while. Sorry you had to wait. Jeff, what do you think? Hey, um, I don't know if it's been mentioned or not, but have have a good act. Get get a road trip to Mom's house. The hair coming over there. What? That's a thousand times more work now. I've got to load up the kids and road trip to her house because of the dogs? Who says she's local? Right on, Jeff. Thank you. No, but I think his point is, is that is an an option. Like, listen, I respect that you want your dogs. We don't want dogs here. We'll just come visit you for a couple of days. Greed, more work. Except if you're trying to compromise, it is a compromise. Well, here's the deal, though, man. So you're going to go to mama's house because you don't want the dogs in your house because you don't like dogs. So you're going to go to the problem. 
Ah, see except what you mean. could stay at a hotel. Okay, you're more in control of your fate. Okay, right? It pleases Mima. She gets to have her dog. I'm not saying it's a good solution. Right. I'm saying it's a compromises don't have to be the best solution. Right. It's just the listen. You can go. Look, and I'm giving you two options here. That's that's almost worse. Uh, this text says my dog sheds a coat a day, licks everyone, and chews. I wouldn't take her anywhere without someone's blessing. Katie's on the line. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good. How about you? Good. What do you think? Um, I think that uh, people need to get over their dog obsession. These are people. Their family. They're visiting. These are animals. They can put them in a kennel, get a dog sitter. Um, whatever the reason is, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that she's going to go visit her family. She needs to leave her dogs at home if that's what the family doesn't want. They want her to come, but the dog can stay at home or with the sitter. I don't feel like it should be that big a deal or something that needs to even be um, discussed in length. I think it should have just been, well, we're not able to bring the dogs here. Okay, well, I'll go get a sitter. You know, I mean, I just don't feel like, I mean, these are humans. That's an animal. You should pick your human family over an animal any day. I I don't necessarily disagree with you, but if you've ever been with someone who loves dogs, they are considered part of the family. Well, of course, but you would get a sitter for your kid if you're not allowed to take them to an adult party. And, you know, you get a sitter for your child. Get a sitter for your dog. It's not going to the family house i mean it's the same type thing get a sitter for it right on katie thank you so much all right thank you see you later uh mark is on hi mark how are you good how are you doing good mark what do you think well i think it's pretty simple you know growing up mother always says you know it's my house my rules well now just stay able to turn she needs to <laughs> go ahead and respect that since you know they respected her growing up with the rules, so the grandma should just go ahead and respect her decision and then come see the grandkids. Right on. Fair. Thank you so much, Mark. Have a great day. You're welcome. Thank you. You too. All right. See you later. Uh, text came in and said, I wonder if Mima ever said my house, my rules growing up because I know I heard it all the time when I was a teenager. If she said she wasn't, if she did, she doesn't have a leg to stand on. Uh, my mom has a great Dane that flings slobber all over the walls, and he shakes so as it's not allowed. And they drop deuces the size of boulders. For real. Gross. For real. Uh, all right, so let's go to uh, Gara. Hi, Gara. How are you? I'm good. Gara, what do you think? Well, I have some friends I would allow their dogs in my house, and some friends I wouldn't. Uh, the thing is, is... Grandma's dog probably has fleas. <laughs> That's something that nothing, nobody else has said anything about. Uh, I have some friends that have a lab and never gets a bath, and I know it has fleas. I have other friends that have dogs I know get baths and are flea-free. So maybe the caller and this person knows the Grandma's dog has fleas or ticks. Ticks, ticks. Right on. Thank you so much, Gara. You have a great day. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah. I think every dog has right, the other. <laughs> well, not every. About half of them. <laughs> well, it's probably like 49, mm. right, 51. Right. But some, we, yeah, yeah, we get the point. Um, listener email from someone who says, my mother's coming to visit us over Labor Day, and she has two little dogs. And I've said that I don't want the dogs here in my house. I don't like dogs. I don't like cleaning up dog poop in the yard. She said that if she doesn't get to bring her dogs, then she's not coming. And now I feel like I'm in a predicament, as I've already told the kids that grandma was coming to visit. And she's telling the kids that I won't let grandma come see them if she brings the dog. So now I look like the bad guy to my kids, too. Should I offer to board them for her in town or get her a hotel to stay with her dogs? I don't want to disappoint my kids. Sam. Um, it's not going to be the very first time that you're going to be the bad guy to your kids. Oh, well, I think you should lay down the law. Those are your rules in your house. And that's just too bad if she's if she's choosing the dogs over her grandkids, that's a conversation you two should be having of like, really? You don't want to see your DNA, your grandkids because of the dogs? So if I were you, I'd just, you know, lay down, keep your foot down. That's your house. Do what you want. Gimpy. That's your mom, man. That's all that there is to it. So you're going to have to compromise in this situation. Um, I would put them up. The dogs. Uh, go ahead and pay to have them boarded and have mama stay with you. Because the thing is, is like, um, if you put mama and the dogs up in a hotel room, right, she's going to come over and visit. You know she's going to come over and visit. So she's going to have to take those dogs with as opposed to leaving them. She, You know, sure enough, she's not going to leave them in the hotel alone. So put them in a board, pay for it, have mama visit, and then send her on her way. Yeah, um, I agree. It's your mom. She gave you life. But no. Hmm. I want to I see you. I want to visit. But I don't like dogs. I don't want them in my home. I'm sorry that that is a boundary for you that you're not willing to cross. And it sucks you're not going to respect mine. And it's weird you want to bring my kids into it. So <laughs> clearly the better decision is you just not come visit. Because you want to manipulate my children too. Yeah, that's so manipulative. Like, oh, well, Granny's being a little bitch right now. So you guys can't get to see her, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And you could always do the game of like when the kids are like, Grandma says you won't let the, the her come because of the of the of the dogs. That's when you go, Well, see grandma's not gonna come now because she's dead. <laughs> Jeez, that escalated quickly. Uh, listen, you wanna play the manipulation game, let's play it. And then when she comes Leave. to visit years later. That's on grandma. Grandma, you're alive. No, I'll just call grandma and go, I told him you were dead. So good luck calling him and scaring him, you evil witch. You're dead to me, <laughs> right. Mom. Right. In all honesty, I think it, I agree that it's your mom, but there why can't you have boundaries? Mm-hmm. Even though that's the person that, quote, gave you life, great argument, by the way, a texter also said that that's an annoying argument, is that you can have boundaries in your life as an adult against your parents. There's no reason you can't, I think. I always hated the she gave you life argument. Did you ask for that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got to take a break. If you have an email, send it over, show at KMOD.com. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Either a lot of people... Uh are being, they don't like their moms. <laughs> That's weird to say. Or they just don't care. 
Because there are some people that are pretty much saying that you should do whatever mom wants. Right. And then there are a lot of people going, forget mom. <laughs> Listen to email. You can always email a show at KMOD.com. Uh, this one says, my boyfriend says that I am crazy. Well, you are. Well, All right, so we're going to take a break. Do and you have back. a vagina? <laughs> then yes. Wow, that was deep. Uh, little scar getting exposed there. Who hurt you? Uh, my boyfriend says that I am crazy and I need therapy. What happens is, is that my boyfriend goes to a friend's house that is a guy that he has known for years, and then I don't hear from him for days. When he surfaces again, I ask him what's up with the radio silence, and he immediately goes into the crazy bit saying that I need therapy and that I'm being manipulative. Should I, just let, should I just let him have his days of radio silence, or is this suspicious? Why aren't you talking to me? Hey. 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 It's been hey. five minutes. Hey. Do you think I'm annoying? Hey. Hey, buddy. Uh, why aren't you talking to me? What's going on? What are you doing right now? I'm assuming, based off what is being said, that it isn't five minutes. Right. I'm basing it that it's days. And if you're in a relationship, days is, and if you're used to talking and then you just go away. Now, if he said, hey, going to my friends, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be unavailable for a while. That's, that's different. shady. Hold on. But that's different than you just text and you have no idea whether, like, what do you mean? I didn't know you were going. Right? Those are two different scenarios. Shady, maybe, mm-hmm. but if you said, "Hey, I'm going away, and I'm not going to be," you can't, you won't be able to reach me. Mm-hmm. Is a lot different than you're just gone one day. I don't know where you're at. You're not answering, right? One's like a ghosting, and one is I made plans, and you're not respecting them. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Still, I don't care. Maybe I am crazy. If Jeff was like, well, "Don't expect to hear from me for three days," short of you. Going to hike Mount Everest and there's no cell reception, there's no reason that you shouldn't be talking to me for that many days. What if he's going to, like, Cabo for three days and just doesn't want to be connected? Too bad. I got to make sure you're not kidnapped by the cartel, buddy. <laughs> I worry too much. If if it's, you know, I know you leave work at 5 and it's 5.16 and I haven't heard about you or I haven't heard from you, in my head, you've already been in an accident. <laughs> You're dead in a ditch. Yeah. All right, so there you go. That's the break. Uh, <laughs> Jesse is on. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. What do you think? It's definitely, uh, it's, and that's not good. You know, uh, if you go over to a buddy's house and you're with somebody, you're at least going to contact them or, you know, let them know what's up. You're not just going to ghost them for three, you know, two or three days because, you know, that's that's just asking for trouble, first of all, you know. And second of all, if you're in a relationship, why, why take off and then quote unquote be at your buddies? Nah, that's definitely a buddy is as in uh, tits and ass maybe, but you know what I mean. Uh, right on. All right, man. Thanks, Jesse. See you later. He wow. said, "Touch an ass." Oh, much like ticks, I heard something different. (laughs) That's it, right? Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what he should have said. Right. (laughs) Uh, It says, dude is probably on drugs. Uh, This text says, I think it depends on how long she goes. But she is right. It's suspicious. 
What do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. Sam, what would you do if you were her? I don't think you're being crazy, and I think that um, he is being abusive to be like, what are you being crazy right again? <laughs> right? I haven't you haven't heard from me in three days. What what are you being nuts you want to hear about me? I think that guy's a psycho and that you should probably move on. Gimpy. A lot of it depends on like how long these people have been together, if you think about that. If this couple has been together, let's just say six months or so. I think that's long enough to be like, you know, check in every now and again. Don't just be quiet for three, four, five days at a time. All right. Now if they're only together, let's just say a month, maybe even two. Yeah, maybe she's going a little overboard. But I feel, I feel that you should at least check in, you know, and say, hey, I'm a, I'm still alive. Just want to let you know, but I ain't coming home tonight or coming over or whatever. It's just, it's just a little, little tiny skosh of communication. Uh, my first, well, okay. So do you go to the bathroom? Because if you do text while you're going to the bathroom, I don't see what the big to do is. Communicate. Second, for the girl, what are you doing? What do you mean? Is is or is it? Buy. Mm-hmm. Have some goddamn self worth. <laughs> are you saying you want to be in a relationship like that? Where someone's calling you crazy because they're being an asshole? You want to be treated that way? If you want that relationship, that's what it is. He's gonna go AWOL for three days or five days or whatever amount of time it was, hmm. and you just gotta accept it. If that's the way you want to be treated, if that's the way you want to show your friends you're treated, if that's the way you want to show your family how you like to be treated. So to me, walk. There's some loser out there waiting to give you a ton of attention, put down his D&D cards and and (laughs) say hi. What? Do you actually like me? (laughs) Uh, Someone texting. She has a, uh, uh, she is the side chick. That's possible too. Yeah, well, no I'm, D's he, worth it. Well, you're not the side chick. If four of the days he's with you, if four of the days he's with you, and mm-hmm. three of the days with someone else, you're, you're not the, the you're the main, right? Because you're getting the main amount of time. Yeah. Uh, under eight hours is crazy. If I live together or have been with over a year, but nothing for days, something is up. He has another family. (laughs) Here's a text. She's not crazy for wondering why he randomly disappears. She's crazy because she says this happens multiple times and she allows it. Hard to feel bad for people who put themselves in the situation. The only issue I have in that phrase is she allows it. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, it isn't you allow it. It's does this person do things you're you're okay with and do they do not. You don't allow it. What are you, their parent? Mm-hmm. What are you, their gatekeeper? Yeah, you have to wag your finger when you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will not allow this in our relationship. Huh? <laughs> uh, it's a, he's using his buddy for cover. I went through this six months ago. She probably is crazy, and he's probably moving on. Excellent point that I did not think about. Mm-hmm. She's in, he's into the relationship. Well, but it might be one of those they get back together and have sex or whatever, and he keeps talking to her via text mm-hmm. because people don't have boundaries anymore, mm-hmm. thinking we can just be friends. Hmm. And then he's like, no, I'm moving on. You're being crazy. Like, she's only picking, cherry-picking phrases out of the conversation. Right, not the 18 texts before that. It's like, we're not together. You're crazy. You're it's being over. Crazy. You're be- <laughs> you need therapy. I've moved on. Leaving all that out. 
Uh, given the apparent quick escalation in his comments upon returning, it sounds really suspicious. And she says that, like, oh, should I just let him have his days as if this happens a lot? Like, oh, just one right. of those days again. He's going through a little a spell. He's PMSing. How about <laughs> how about those are the only two options she can get to? Mm. Should I just let him have it or should I go to therapy? Uh-huh. There's other options. Or walk. Right. Or you go evaporate for two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little taste of your own medicine. Uh, all right. We got to take a break and we'll be back. If you have an email you need help with, send it over. Show at KMOD.com. Tulsa's morning show oh, yeah. is coming right back. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829-45. According to a recent study about relationships... It found that uh, they're not honest with their finances. 31% of people say they've lied about their salary during a relationship. 28% have lied about spending habits. And another 24% have lied about the amount of debt that they carry. The average person waits six months before they break the news of their debt to a new partner. That sounds normal. Yeah. Why would you lead with that? Right? (laughs) I think that's, uh, that's probably how long I waited. Hey, I'm having a lot of fun. I have the debt of a small country. (laughs) (sighs) Got a lot of loans. 35% of people think credit card card debt is worse than student loan debt. And 14% think credit card debt over uh, over $10,000 is a relationship red flag. Uh, I would agree with both of those. Because the interest rate on a credit card is far higher than a student loan. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you've got something. Well, I have student loans, and I don't have. It was a, a worthy. It was a worthy cause. You're right. Yes. Going to Cabo with your friends to woohoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the average person waits six months. Uh, a red flag for sure. Ten thousand. Uh, I would say five thousand is a red flag. Well, you know, when you're young, right? You do stupid things, so you learn from your mistakes as you get older. Okay, so if you meet somebody like, let's just say you're mid-30s or whatever, and then, you know, you learn they have $5,000 worth of debt. Well, I acquired that when I was 21, young and dumb. I yeah, don't, if I you don't still think have it, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. You should be paying off credit. You shouldn't technically, mm-hmm. and I know this isn't a realistic thought, you shouldn't carry credit card debt. Mm-hmm. You should be paying it off monthly. Right. Like you're And if you can't, I understand the accumulation over time, but $5,000 over, you still have it for five years? Mm-hmm. You, that's a red flag. That means you're not taking care of your finances. Mm-hmm. I had 25 grand in debt when Jeff and I first met. And it's a rightful red flag because I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a past tense statement you made? <laughs> yeah, I was crazy. Uh, there are a lot of reasons people lie to anyone. The poll also asked folks, what are the biggest red flags when it comes to dating someone? Credit card debt was up there. Drinking too much is the biggest red flag with 64%. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Followed by bad manners. That's probably a little more arbitrary. Like, that's a big umbrella, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We're not talking about does he open doors or, you know, give up a seat for old ladies. No. Right. right? That's not what we're talking about. Chew with their mouth 
open. You know, that's disgusting. Um, I don't even know if that would be a red flag. I think this is more of like rude to everyone. Ah, you're just yeah, like dick. if you're rude to your waiter or whatever. Dirty living space, 53% said that that was a red flag. Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah. I remember I dated a guy that um, he had bedroom furniture, but he didn't have, he just had a single chair in his living room. So every time we'd go over there, or I would go over there, we'd only hang out in his bedroom because there was nowhere else to hang out. Baller move, <laughs> right? Baller move. <laughs> the only seat we got is the bed. Listen, I got this chair here, or I've got furniture in my bedroom. <laughs> Baller move. Yeah. <laughs> but I- Hats off, my friend. <laughs> that is some... That is some malicious thinking, man. Until you just said that, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> Here's my shock face. I was just like, oh, he just got his priorities way, way off. off. <laughs> nope, he had his priorities right where he wanted them to be. They're probably just actually in the closet somewhere. Right. <laughs> Always on a phone, even when we're on a date. Uh, yeah, that would also fall under bad manners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, argumentative. What do you mean? Uh, cheap. Okay. I think that's an arbitrary statement. Yeah. What's cheap? If you're like, hey, why don't you just order and I'll eat off your plate? Yes. That I could see how that could be cheap, but maybe they don't have enough money, but they really wanted to go on a date with you. So I don't know if that's necessarily cheap. Yeah. yeah. If they do that every single time you go out or they ask you to order from the kids menu every single time, <laughs> that I would think that's cheap. You mind just getting a salad and a, and a water? This time. Right. Can we just get waters? <laughs> oh. Uh, Extra lemon, please. That, that, scene, that scene in uh, with, um, with Chappelle, mm-hmm. how high? And he's only got like $7 or whatever. <laughs> and he's got to get a Sunday, and he's trying to go on a date, and she wants an extra scoop, and he's like, God damn. <laughs> puts a blind guy, and she's like, oh, help the blind guy, because he's got a cup. Mm. And he puts money in, but takes money out (laughs) to get more money to continue the date. Pretty funny. (laughs) Poor clothing choices, 46%. Wow. People said that that's a red flag. I don't see it. Yeah, if you're taking me out on a date and you're wearing a jersey. Ugh. That that has the optics of being rather snooty. I don't care. I think you look like a child in a jersey. Middle school kids wear jerseys. Right. No grown-ass adult man yeah. looks respectable in a jersey. Yeah. I don't care Keep, if that's snoozy. Yeah. Hey, listen, Snooty. before I go to Kettle on line two, maybe be a little careful about throwing the you look like a child references when it comes to things that they do. I mean, that's okay. Because you eat like one. As you eat pouches and watch cartoons. Applesauce is delicious and Pixar's are great movies. Uh, and then never introducing me to family and friends, 45% red flag. That seems rather high to me. Why? I I would want, like, I would hope you introduce me to your friends and yeah. family. You're not taking us very serious. Yeah. Uh, one, I have no friends, and two, I hate my family. <laughs> Everybody's I'm, dead. I'm just saying that, like, there may be a logical reason to automatically jump to it's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nobody in my phone except for my boss and other employees. That's it. Right. <laughs> like, that would be hard to believe. You got to bring me around your circle. Oof. How long? Like, After into dating. the relationship? Yeah. Mm. Two months max. Yeah. Two months. Let let's start over. How many dates before I introduce you to friends, bring you around like for our, you know, our parties? Six, six dates. Six dates? Yeah. Gimpy? 
Uh, yeah, that thing seems about right. Dates. The 13-game schedule for the University of Tulsa and their basketball team features eight home games and four true road contests that was released yesterday. And on that schedule for the TU basketball team next year is matchups against Arkansas, Kansas State, and at Vanderbilt. Golden Hurricane and their game at Arkansas will be the first against that university since 2007. That game will be on December 14th at Arkansas. Moving to the NFL, where if you're already firing your offensive line coach a couple of days into camp, things aren't working well for you. The Miami Dolphins have fired offensive line coach Pat Flaherty and already replaced him. Flaherty was hired in February, shortly after Brian Flores took over as head coach, but the Dolphins' offensive line has struggled throughout the spring and summer. This move was football-based with nothing to do with an off-the-field incident, according to a source at ESPN. Cowboys are bringing in Alfred Morris, so they have enough camp bodies. Morris played for the Cowboys in 16 and 17. It was with the 49ers last season. Morris had 790 yards and three touchdowns on 184 yards. He uh, receiving he took over the starting job in Elliott's absence in 2017, including an effort in which he rushed for 127 yards in one game. Bunch of other players behind him, but only one has one regular season carry, and that's Darius Jackson. Cowboys selected Tony Pollard in the fourth round and Mike Weber in the seventh round of this year's NFL draft. Speaking of Zeke, off to Cabo, according to a report by a radio station in Dallas, while he waits for a contract extension so he can uh, show up to camp. And the Dodgers first baseman, Jock Peterson, substituted in the eighth inning of the 9-1 loss to the Rockies last night because he didn't run out a ground ball. According to manager Dave Roberts, Peterson grounded out in the eighth and was then yanked. Peterson did say that it was unprofessional and he let emotions get the best of him last night and that he is, quote, better than that. And all eyes are on the Major League Baseball trading deadline that comes up tomorrow. Which teams will be active? Will it be the Dodgers? And how that could impact the Tulsa Drillers lineup and several players that have already made their way through Tulsa and currently set in Oklahoma City with the AAA Dodgers here in the state. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Corrected me, yes. It's half-baked, not how high. I, too, make mistakes. Damn it, Corbin, get your stomach movies right. Let's go ahead and do To Tell the Truth. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD. I want to read this text real quick. I tell my girl that I make less than I do and how much I have in savings. I'm afraid she will spend it. Then your whole relationship's a lie. (laughs) You're lying. Damn. You're straight up lying. That's not like I didn't get you anything for Christmas. It's malicious in nature because you don't trust. Hmm. Okay. I was going to say, is it lying or is it protecting yourself and your income? But then you made it viable. Yeah. Why are you protecting yourself from somebody you want to be in a relationship with? Right, right. You you just made the the point there. You have no trust. So just end it, stupid. (laughs) You're being a complete asshole by staying in it. Yeah, but the sex is really good. 
Mm. <laughs> if only sex were good with other people. Weird. <laughs> It can't be that mind-blowing <laughs> that you're lying about how much if, you make. If it was that mind-blowing, mm-hmm. you would do everything you could to keep the relationship right. and not hide your money. <laughs> if it was that mind-blowing, <laughs> spend my money. Right. Take it all. Set it on fire if you want. Right. If it's that mind-blowing, look how much I make. <laughs> look how much I have in savings so we can have more sex. <laughs> To tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. Have you guys ever um, lied about finances in any of your relationships or been caught? Yeah. uh, Yes, for sure I have. Uh, But it was when I was going through divorce. Right. Mm. And it's not like I lied to for the divorce. I lied because we were in the process of getting separated. Mm -hmm. And there was no discussion about money. It was completely amicable. Uh, my ex-husband had, I didn't find out till after you're going through a divorce, but he had a separate bank account with separate money in it. And I was stupid because I can look how much I could have looked up how much he makes. The information's online because we were in the military. And so he would just take that extra money and funneling it into another account. And then we're getting divorced. And I was like, oh, that was stupid of me. I probably should have Googled that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 10 grand less than I thought he did because he... Probably knew that we weren't going to be together and he wanted a backup plan. Can't fault him for that. (laughs) That's so weird to have a backup plan. Right? Yeah. To be in a relationship and tell the person you want to be in a relationship and have a backup plan. Not like you know it's over and you're starting to put puzzle pieces together to build something else. Mm -hmm. Got it. Hmm. Okay, but uh, as a dad, wouldn't you want your daughters to have an out plan no matter who they're in love with? That they feel like they have an out. Having a go bag full of money, having an account that like... In a relationship? Mm-hmm. No. That's not being in a relationship. That is always being 50% in or 60% in, not being 100% vested. Part of being in a relationship, in my opinion, and being in love is you're putting yourself completely out there to be destroyed. That's, that's You're saying, I love you so much. I want to be with you so much. I'm willing to sacrifice it all. And be hurt to be with you. Anything, in my opinion, less than that is not a real relationship. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah? Because I'm just, like, I feel like you can never know another person the same way that you know yourself. And if you are dating somebody that's a psychopath and has been lying to you for 15 years or has another life or whatever it is, that you always want to have the option to protect yourself. And so... I would want my kids to not feel like they have to stay in a relationship because they are financially bound to somebody and they would have an out. They would have an out. Yeah, you have an out. One, me, right? You can always stay at my house for free. And two, that's not being committed. That's literally like I'm kind of, that's like just putting your toe in. Mm. And if you know someone's been that way for 15 years, then you're dumb for staying in it. You've had plenty of opportunities to get out. Uh, I don't agree with that. It's How just so? Because um, I feel like people stay with their abusers for a really long time because they don't have abuse an opportunity. Abuse is different. That's, no, I think but, abuse is no, a completely different conversation. But it's not a completely different conversation because someone can become an abuser and they haven't been for 15 years and then snap or they start doing drugs or whatever it is. And like, I wouldn't want my kid to feel like they have to 
stay in a relationship that way because they're financially obligated to or that that person controls the money or whatever it is. Of course. I would, but that is the method of, a, of an abuser of what you're describing. I guess to safeguard from that, I would want my kids to have a way out of that. So, and you're saying that like it's you like you've got one toe in or one, you know, you're only dipping it in halfway or whatever. Well, no, because I could leave if I wanted to and I'm not. I'm still with you. Right, but abusers, people victims of abuse that way don't mm-hmm. have that mentality and you're implying that people that have been victims of abuse had no money. No, I'm saying that of any situation, like I would just want my kid to have an out. So you have money to get out with Jeff, and Jeff should have money to get out. Yes. I don't have money. Well, I could if I wanted to because I have my own money, mm-hmm. but, I mean, and we're not married, so I feel like it's a little bit different, but I would want Jeff to have his... If You our, want him to have a go bag. Yeah. To run at any moment. Yeah. No way. No way, man. I, I Again, I think that's not being in a relationship. I think that is not being vulnerable. How is it being vulnerable? Well, because I, I just... You have an escape plan. You have a chicken exit at any moment. How is that being vulnerable? How is that putting yourself out there to get hurt? Uh, because I'll be hurt regardless if we were to break up. It's not like I would be hurt less if I had money to get out. Yeah, you would. Mm, no. It, it would soften the blow because you, you're not starting fresh over again. You're starting fresh over. If you, How much money are we talking? I don't know, enough to get you an apartment and, and to not be Couple tied to this person. Couple thousands of dollars? Yeah. <sighs> uh, incredibly deceptive. It's incredibly I mean, not, deceptive in a relationship. Not if you're if you're telling somebody that you've got this. Agreed. If you're in a marriage, because we're talking marriage, right? Uh-huh. If you're in a marriage and you're telling somebody, I have a stash of money put away in case you become an asshole or I don't want to be in this anymore, mm-hmm. I can run. Uh-huh. Then, yeah, I think you're right. That's completely fine. If you both agree that that's okay. Me, personally, I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody that has a, get a chicken exit. I don't think it's a chicken exit. Part of being fully committed and not having that is because times are tough and you make irrash decisions sometimes and want to leave when you can work it out and you will stay and work it out. Too many times people give up for the dumbest reasons. I just don't agree with you on that. That's okay. We're not in a relationship with each other. You don't agree with which part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I don't feel like it's a chicken exit and I feel like you're safeguard. You're protecting yourself. Yeah, and you feel like it's being vulnerable? I and mean, you feel like it's not deceptive? I mean, again, if the person knows about it... Right, and we're I saying they want, don't, because well, that's how this started. We're saying they don't know about it. Well, uh, even if they don't, I don't care. It's not deceptive? Mm-mm. You're it's, just protecting, yourse- you're protecting yourself as a human being. And I honestly, if Jeff wanted to have that, I would be fine with him having that too, even if he was hiding it from me. I, I am care. shocked by what you're saying. Especially since you started this by mentioning you had an ex that did this. And he was a bad person. Yeah, well, I was stupid for not, like, I don't know, doing my due diligence to know everything. And I wasn't, I guess I wasn't stuck. How are you not stuck? Well, because I had money to get out if I needed to. And I had, like, family to go to. And I I guess I never really felt stuck in the same way that, I mean, and that was his money. He could do that if he wanted to. Even though you're married. Yeah. So when you're married, it's your money, too. Mm, Apple, yes, but anyway. But, I mean, he he earned it. It was his money. Yeah, but when you're married, it's your money. It became your money. Well, in our divorce, he still kept that. I mean, because our finances were completely separate. It wasn't. It doesn't matter. when It doesn't matter if you share right. a bank account or not in a marriage. Mm-hmm. 
are agreed upon marriage, like how we never mixed our finances. So it wasn't like when we got divorced, he still kept that money and I still kept right. my money. Right. But legally you could have had half of it. Right. But I didn't. Right. No, I understand that. I'm just trying to say that I'm, I'm trying to clear it up for everybody. Yeah. When you get married, half that money is yours, regardless if it's in a separate account or not. Yeah. And you were able to find out what he made. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to do that with Jeff. No. And or I, any other per, any other person wouldn't in normal right. situations. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, this is a text that came in for to tell the truth. What was the last thing that got you in trouble with the Don, Sam? <laughs> Man, I'm having a hard time remembering. Um. Oh, uh, I got mad at Gimpy and talked to the Don about it, and it was just a stupid off-air fight, and the Don was pretty unhappy about my opinion, so he got mad at me. Gimpy, uh, wrecking my bike. He told me time and time and time, don't ride in the ring, duh, 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 duh. and I did it anyway, so he got pissed when I laid it over. Um, I'm, I don't remember. I'm not saying, he's been mad at me, I've worked for him for over a decade, so like... I'm sure they're all lumped together for me. I don't... Can you guys remember the last time you got mad at me in a meeting? Last one I can remember was Biggie was still alive. We had just moved over to KMOD. And, like, I think we ran long. Like it's been seven years. He didn't get mad at me for that. Yeah. He didn't no, get mad at me. No, it was something else. No, it wasn't for running long, but it was something else. And, like, he was... Because I was walking down the hall... Right, going up to the sales bay or whatever, and heard him yell down the hall, mad. And I've been on the other side of that table, so I know how it is. And I was like, "Oh, damn! I wonder who that is." And I look in, and it's oh, I remember you that. guys. Okay. And I'm like, "Oh, snap!" Yeah, that was that was like Radio Gaga stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, let's see. This says, "Did something happen during the game yesterday?" The segment was skipped on the podcast. We'll look into that. Yeah. Uh, would you rather take a car on a road trip in the summer with no AC or no cruise control? <laughs> Easy. Sam. No cruise control. I love air conditioning so much. And like Jeff, whenever he drives my car, he uses con- cruise control all the time. And I always forget that I have it. It's not a feature I care that much about. Well, you drive a lot of city. You're not, not a lot, a lot of opportunities to no, turn on the cruise control. Even, uh, like when we are taking a road trip and I'm driving, like when, you know, we go up to New Balance Wellness in Bartlesville, uh, I never use cruise control. He always does. Uh, Gimby. Yeah, man. Cruise control all day. Yeah. Bye, cruise control. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, this says not deceptive. Even Jeff Hensley said the number one people don't leave is money. Always have extra money. Ridiculous advice to protect yourself. Can't believe what I'm hearing. What's weird is we had the exact opposite statement from someone else. Hmm. Uh, Should I get upset when my wife always asks where... Oh, no, that was a different... That was from the previous thing. I keep money for us. It just... I know she would blow it. I keep the money for us. I just know she would blow it. Okay. Still trust. Yeah. Still don't trust her. When did you guys move over to KMOD and which station were you on before? If you could go back to that radio station, would you? I'll, order, I'll answer the last first. No. Uh, and it was 10 12 That's right. And Sam and Gimpy have been on the show on KMOD longer than Biggie had. So that's an important attribute that they deserve. Uh, let's see somebody texting that. What did you do that aggravates your spouse 
but you do it anyways? This is a good question. Sam and I were talking about this off air, and in my relationship life, things are a one or a ten, mm-hmm. or somewhere in the between, right? That's the scale. And only tens get dealt with. Everything else is pretty much not worth dealing with, or else we'd be very busy. Right. So we call them sixes. And my wife and I were just talking about this on our date. What's a six that I do that drives you crazy? Man, I um, I don't know what I do that drives Jeff crazy. That he tolerates. That he, Yeah, that he tolerates. I mean, I'm sure there's a long list. Oh, <laughs> probably what I, I bet annoys him every night, but I don't care. I love to do it is throughout the day, I'll save cute videos on Instagram on like my saved thing. And then I have to show him all the cute videos I found throughout the day. So like at least at least five nights a week. We pause TV, and then I'll show him cute stuff, and then we talk about it. And I know it drives him crazy, but I just like to show him cute things. Okay. Gimpy. Uh, extreme selfishness. That's that's it. I am it's, I am all about me. And I don't think about anybody else. And it sucks, and I'm working on it. How does one work on that? Try to think about other people, not yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Their feelings into consideration, you know. Hey, you say it with such sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my closet. Uh, I keep. I my closet is a bomb, and it drives her crazy. I'm like the rest of the house. I keep incredibly clean. You guys have your own separate closets? No, we have a closet. Okay, you share the closet. Yeah, just your side is a mess. Okay, what are they called? Built-in dressers in the closet. We each have a dresser underneath one of the. uh, up in the McMansion. Yes, the second <laughs> level of the of the closet is mine. Right. Yes, and it's she like hates Belle going and up there. And the beast. You got she the ladder. Hates, you know, doing the rolling ladder around to that side and having to get up there. I'm sorry. She used to have the butler get up there. Right. He complains about it right. all the time. Can you get my hat box? Right. <laughs> Not that hat box. The other one. Uh, this says, "Do you have any hobbies that you can't really afford?" But you can't walk away from Sam. Mm. Shopping? Is that my hobby that I can't? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Oh my god. Yep. And I get to go Bath and Body Works. I get to go to Sephora today, and I have been. Oh, it's all I could think about because I've been planning to go today on Tuesday. How much do you think you'll spend? Ooh, I'm out all of right, like. All right, here we go. Seventy-five. That's seventy-five. Three 75. things in particular. So I bet I'll spend over 150 bucks. Damn, son. I'll make up. What would you do with $150 right now, Gimpy? Go pay a bill. Go pay the gas bill. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. In all reality, I'll probably just go hit up a dispensary and buy a bag. I mean, right. Let's, let's be real about Medicine. it. Medicine. Medicine. We've got exactly. different hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, Gimpy. Uh, that was actually going to be, you know, taking my medicine. Um, that, that's one hobby that I have that I really, really can't afford, but I, I do it anyway because, God damn it, it helps. Uh, hobbies that I can't walk away from that are expensive. Um... I mean, guns. I like guns. That is an expensive. It's very expensive. Um, Vacationing. It's very expensive. Mm -hmm. I carry a debt because of that. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's what I would pick. Uh, What is your favorite restaurant, Sam? In the Raw. I I love it. (laughs) Little ITR salad. Yes. So you love the sushi restaurant for their salad. 
Yeah. Well, I always get the ITM <laughs> salad right. and the carnivore roll. That's the whole thing. The carnivore roll? Carnival. Is that like steak and like, is it wrapped in bacon? The carnivore roll does. Is it deep fried? Mm. No. I'm just going with it's what got, you said. It's got raw fish on the inside of it. And it's the carnivore roll. Carnival roll. Carnival. Okay, all right. Carnival. Uh, Gimpy. Dude. Oh, good God. Golden Corral. Seriously, it is. Because you've got a smorgasbord of damn everything. Everything. I don't care how disgusting it is. But I can literally go and have cheap-ass steak or maybe seafood or pasta, pizza, tacos. Throw a salad in there to make it sound like I'm healthy. Literally the best place on earth. Uh, I'm going to say in the raw, too. Mm. It's probably like one of the restaurants I go to when I eat. I'm like, ah. I got to shake my head in disgust of happiness that I'm happy I'm having at the moment. It literally makes me so happy eating sushi. Uh, that that's what, yeah, I'm going to say that. I've never been there and been like, this wasn't that good. That's never happened. Mm. I've always been super happy with eating there. You should go celebrate number one in the raw. It, you mean me pay for it? Is that what you're saying? That's what yeah. you're. That's what you're saying. Yeah. In the history right, of us right, ever right. doing it, I've always paid. That's uh, why it's we a like write-off it. anyway, man. It's weird when you. Not anymore. Oh not yeah, anymore. they changed the laws. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think we're not doing it? I thought you just hated going. us. Okay, yeah. Well, yes, but I, I hated you before. Thanks. I hated you before, and I did it because you felt you had to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in the raw makes me happy. Id raw, U.S. Open, uh, some like it hot. Yeah, all those rolls sound delicious. My favorite show is uh, Below Deck and Deck Deck D E B Low, and they just follow a bunch of yachties. And someone was making fresh sea urchin that they caught off the boat and then serving to their super rich clients. And these like rich people are pretending to like it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is delicious. And you can just see it on their face because it's like so g- hot vomit gross. It smells disgusting. I didn't even eat it. Was it you or Cornflake that ate it? Both. Both, Both of us. Yeah. And I was watching them like rich people like, whoa, whoa this is delicious. <laughs> I, now, I will say I don't like sea urchin, but I have had sea urchin mm-hmm. with stuff or in stuff. And it's not bad. It's not horrible, but I can't imagine eating a teaspoon of it. Which is what it would be in a sushi restaurant. Just <laughs> hot goop. It's That's not hot. It. Is it wasn't it No, hot? it was cold. It's cold. It, it's it was cold right. and it was mushy. It looked like uh, mashed up sweet potatoes wrapped in rotten seaweed. Okay, yeah. You're being very nice. It doesn't look like sweet potatoes. It looks like a baby <laughs> mess. Yes. Like baby just got done yes. eating sweet yes. potatoes. Yes. Oh, God. Um, there's one more that I want to... That I thought was a pretty good question. Then we'll end it uh, on that. And it is, uh, what's the most useless talent you have? I can roll my tongue. And yeah. That's why it's, I don't know what it's good for, but I'm good at that. You are lying right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gimpy. Gimpy. Uh, my extreme, vast, useless knowledge. The stupid little stuff that I know. Like for birds and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Mine would be you're listening to it. We're going to take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMO.
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam, you get your choice. Is it going to be death or hack? Death or hack? What's it going to be? Mm, let's go hack. So this story, you should have heard in the news because it's kind of a big deal. Uh Capital One has announced there was a breach of 106 million credit card customers. Uh, Their applications and data were stolen in March. And they just found out, and they've already arrested the person responsible. Boom! The person responsible, according to Capital One and the FBI, is Paige Thompson. She's 33. She was arrested in Seattle. Apparently, she went on some hacking group. And bragged that she had done it. Stupid. And the police, of course, found her. Hmm. People were even commenting like, hey, I think you've committed a crime. She has even said, listen, I, there was, I didn't plan on using any of this. I wasn't selling it. Doesn't matter. You're only saying that because you got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what was your plan? You just wanted to see if you could do it? <laughs> uh, the government worked with... Uh, I'm sorry, the girl previously worked with Amazon Web Services and a criminal complaint describes her as working as a systems engineer at an unnamed cloud computing company for a year. She allegedly got through a misconfigured Capital One firewall, enabling her to reach customer data stored in the Amazon cloud. Capital One learned of the exposure on July 17th after someone reportedly boasted about having the data in an online group. Most of the stolen data came from personal and small business credit card applications submitted between 2005 and this year. Some 140,000 social security numbers and 80,000 bank account numbers were exposed. Uh, The woman has been charged with one count of computer fraud and abuse and has a hearing today. I'm sorry, Thursday. She said to have bragged about the exploit Online, using the handle Erratic, the AP reports the FBI said a Twitter user named Erratic interacted with Capital One via direct message in in June. A sample of that message says, quote, I basically strapped myself with a bomb vest, dropping Capital One docs and emitting it. I want to distribute those buckets, I think, first. Capital One uh, does not believe the data was used. For fraud, another message from that same user says, I want to get it off my server. That's why I'm archiving all of it. It's encrypted. The investigation is ongoing. So I'm I'm not a criminal. I'm sure I've done some minor law infractions. Mm. Um, And and maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but if you break the law, maybe don't brag about it. Yeah. No, keep doing that. That's a great idea. You should take credit for it. (laughs) If you are going to brag about it, though, brag it to your close friend's Personally, face to face, not on a web forum. I, you shouldn't brag about anything ever, mm. especially if you break the law. So stupid. Yes, you deserve to get caught. And yeah. they interviewed her roommate, and her roommate didn't even want to be on TV, so they just show his his dad white New Balances, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, she didn't, she didn't want to do anything bad. She just wanted. 
you know, to see that she could. Huh? Now, now you get to complain about all the annoying things she did as a roommate. Now you get to be like, she, I swear to God, would not, you know, throw out the last bit of milk. She just left like an inch. Not even enough to make a bowl. Like all little things that pissed you off. Now you yeah. get to air that <laughs> grievance and be like, yeah, what a bitch. Yeah. Tim Wheeler and Doug Henderson, man, they would not do dishes. I would just stack them up on their bed. Wow. it's pretty smart. Me and Cornflake used to rotate whose turn it was to do dishes. That's the way it should be. And yeah. he would just wait to, like, use the wooden spoon to eat with, like, till there wasn't a single nothing muffin of a dish in the house. Yeah. Like, if you just do them earlier, you'll have less dishes to do. <laughs> Instead of sitting there for four hours doing yeah. dishes. Yeah. It would be a Saturday project. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I just stacked them on their bed, and I just did my dishes, because they would never do them. Yeah. Ever. Did you, and when you were roommates with them, was it like you had certain dishes that you would use or you would wash everyone's dishes at once? If you were on dish duty, you had to do the dishes. Mm. You didn't have a dishwasher either, right? We were dishwashers. <laughs> it was individual. So let me ask you this. When it comes to roommates and doing the dishes, does doing the dishes and just strictly doing dishes or, or does that mean clean the kitchen? Because to me, it's doing a great the question. dishes means clean the kitchen, all of it. You know, clean everything, take the trash out, wipe the stove down, counters, dishes, all that. But some others think it's just doing dishes and leave the rest of it a mess. Um, I don't know, Sam? Yeah, the kitchen's included in that. Well, plus, like, we lived in such a small place that it was like literally sink, maybe a foot of counter. So it was really easy to wipe off. It wasn't, you know, a McMansion kitchen. It wasn't as big of a to-do. I would say that it doesn't, and this is why. Mm-hmm. Because if you use the kitchen, you should clean up after yourself. Right. And if you have the thought that, oh, it's Gimpy's turn to do dishes, then you won't do the cleaning because someone else is cleaning the kitchen. Right, right. That's true. You can leave chili all over the stove because it's his turn. Mm -hmm. That's gross. See, to me, it's like, you know, we take the turns doing the dishes. I get it. I messed up the dishes, but it's your turn. And clean up the entire mass. And see, if we had had someone over and we were going to make a meal, even if it wasn't my turn to do dishes, I would do dishes because I'm not going to leave these ridiculous dishes Mm -hmm. in the, for them to do whenever they wanted to. I felt like it was, you had to be responsible. And if I made a bigger mess than normal, I should clean that up. My college roommate did not understand why we would have to clean before a party. She's like, the party's just going to mess it up anyways. Let's just clean after. And it would drive me nuts because I'm like, no, you want people to come over to a clean house. Why? Because it's In college, just, why? It's Because I don't care if you're in college or not. You don't want to be a trash bag. I judge you're people. You're literally doing the trashiest things ever at a, at a college party. Yeah, but you're drunk. I don't want to be a trash bag sober. That's the difference. Yeah. And like going over to somebody's house, if it was not clean, I would judge them. Right, so it's insecure. It's an insecurity thing. In college. No. About your room. About your like how it looked. Yes. I wanted it to look nice. Right. And you wanted to w- be no, you didn't want to be it was fake. It wasn't that's not how you really were. If it was clean, it would be clean all the time. Mm-mm. No, not in college. Was not clean all the time. No, I know. Right, because you're in college. You don't care. Uh, no, I still cared. I didn't want it to be a nasty house, and I wanted people that, you know, to feel comfortable partying, not have laundry you on the wanted, floor. Stop with that. You wanted people to be comfortable partying. Like, yeah. This is such a nice, like, like it's some, like, <laughs> uppity thing. Like, I just feel so comfortable partying over here. Yes. No, you don't care. You care if there are hot chicks there in college. You care if the, there's beer, and that's it. Yeah. Don't agree. 
No. <laughs> you didn't? No. So you were- I cared about beer and there being attractive people, but I definitely did not want to party in a nasty house that wasn't like kept. If anything, if I was going to side with your with if I was going to take your side in this, it would be only for this reason is that when we went into a house that was a dirty house, mm-hmm. we knew we could destroy the house. Right, because it's already destroyed. Yeah. That would be the only thing. But I never was like, ugh, these people. Look at how, do you see the dust here on the top shelf? This is horrendous. No, you you have to clean before a party and after. In both. college? Yes. Yeah, after was always the hardest part to get people to clean. Mm-hmm. It's oh. who's ever responsibilities, whose house it is, not the people partying. I know, but to get your roommates to clean up after a party? Oh, man. Damn near impossible. Over. Yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Oof. Uh, when we when I got that my house red tag for having a party that was too big, the floor was the most disgusting floor I've ever seen because there's kegs all over it and people with their nasty shoes and like it took at least three scrubbings and like a good mill inch of filth. It was so gross. We had this house in college that a bunch of us lived in, like four or five of us, and the house had a slug problem. So you would go into the, like, out the back patio, and there'd be slug. You would step on slugs. And sometimes they would get in the house, and you in the middle of the night would go into the kitchen or whatever, or the only bathroom was downstairs on the other side of the kitchen, (laughs) and you would step on a slug. Gross. Or slugs. That'd scare the crap out of you, waking up and stepping on something slimy. Kimpy, do you and your brother, um, do you guys have, like, a chore wheel or... A chore wheel. Yeah. Does Gimpy look like the kind of guy who has a chore wheel? Maybe. <laughs> no. I can't laugh hard enough. <laughs> no. I'm not saying they don't do chores. I'm saying yeah. a chore wheel. No, we don't have a wheel or a board. We just, we know it needs to be done, so we do it. So you guys don't have, like, turns doing dishes? We take turns doing dishes, for sure. You know, and Is it outlined? dinner as well. It's not outlined. It's just one of those, you did it last I'll go ahead and pick it up this time. It's an understood rule. Yeah. Yeah. And what about like vacuuming and like other house oh, stuff? Hardwood floors, so there's no need to worry about vacuuming, sweeping, and other house stuff. I mean, yeah, we get it done and we split it, you know. We'll just take a day, like a Sunday or Saturday or something, and and clean, sweep, mop, clean the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> that sounds horrendous. Yeah. That sounds horrendous. But at least it's getting done, and you're not yeah. walking in, and like Sam, people judge and be like, ah, these disgusting trash bags. Yeah. Living with your brother's way different. Yeah. Because yeah. you can have, like, those, like, hey, douchebag. Right. You can be honest with them. Yes. <laughs> 100% unfiltered. Yes. They don't have, like, friendship scars. They're like, I'm fragile. Right. Don't yeah. be honest with me. <laughs> you can say, like, hey, man. Get off your ass and clean the dishes, yeah. or I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, he picked up the slack a lot when, you know, my hand was all busted up. He and I had to. Do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in Do you feel like you owe him now? In return, I have picked it up and made it up so far as, you know, taking care of the kitchen and the dishes and so on and so forth and giving him like a, a couple of weeks off. Hey, I have a question about your hand, and yeah, it yeah. just hit me. Yeah, my hand? Have you been going to physical therapy? I have. As a matter of fact, I got an appointment today. Okay. At, at 1.30. I, I have not missed a single appointment. I was late once because I thought it was at 2 and come to find out it was at 1.30. She's calling me as I was on the highway and I'm like, ooh, I'll be there in a minute. Good for you. Yeah. I was, because you going to all of physical therapy, I see that. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, that uh, that was something you weren't going to f- 
see through just because you don't like that stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it helps tremendously. Oh, yeah. And, and just like I told the doc when it came to surgery, this is the only hand I really have. So <laughs> I need to do everything I can to make sure that it's somewhat back to normal. Right. I got to get to know. I got to bring that person back around. For you know real, what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> so I'm going to stranger is not fun. <laughs> it's just floppy, floppy, floppy. It doesn't work. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. I know what everybody learned. Tell us your favorite part of the show. going to start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? You wanted your mic on, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I can't fit as many in my mouth as I thought I could, and my house, my rules, bitch. Gimpy, what did you learn today? I learned that when things don't go your way, just use the kids as leverage, and that uh, when it comes to berries in the mouth, Sam should just stick to twos. Uh, I learned that next week we're going to do a, not do what's in Sam, can it fit in Sam's mouth, but we're going to do, can it fit in Gimpy's mouth? And instead of blue, we're going to do dingle. Uh, and I also learned that, uh, I love when the family goes up to silver dollar city and, and sees the blacksmith do the uh, horse skis. Oh, (laughs) just, just a good family event for everybody. It's Corbin saying, make sure that that dishwasher is loaded, right? I'm Seaman Sam and this is your mother. (laughs) This is Gimpy and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too Woo. kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Uh, Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Okay, it's childish, can't be no homegirl, drop it like the NASDAQ Move white girls like this coke up my ass crack Move black girls, cause man, fuck it, I'll do either I love pussy, I love bitches, dude, I should be running Peter in Adidas with some short shorts B-O-O all over me, my green is where it's supposed to be Your green is in my grocery, this Asian dude, I stole his girl And now he got that Koji beef, my dick is like an accent mark It's all about the over E Hot like a parked car I sound weird like nigga with a hard R Fly like the logo on my cousin's 440 Eating Oreos like these white girls that blow me Vodka for my ladies, whiskey for a grown man I think this is his best stuff he's ever done This album Troy Troy. That's all I see him as is Troy from Community. Yeah. I'm like, you, you can't talk like that. Troy man. and Abed in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't this is one of those songs that I would have as the 
song that I would do as my walkout song. I have never listened to his music except for the one with like This Is America or something like that. Yeah. Um, just because it was in the news cycle or whatever. I'm like, all right, this cat's got some talent. Oh, yeah. He's got talent coming out the lawns. <laughs> yes. That album is like one of his... Camp, I think, is the name of the album. It's like one of his best albums I think he's ever he's ever done. Hmm. So if you're if you like that stuff, but uh, I had something I wanted to play for you guys because it sounds so insane. So uh, it's from a '60s minutes. Uh, <laughs> Should I get my cottage cheese real quick? No, but it, <laughs> when you hear, cake. we're not going to listen to all of it. Just the beginning part of it, because uh, it's a fascinating idea. Imagine being able to remember every minute detail of your life. You can recall what the weather was like, what you were reading, or what you wore to the shops at any minute, any hour, or any day stretching back decades. It sounds like some kind of parlor trick, but it's actually a real and very rare medical phenomenon. So far, scientists have identified 10 cases worldwide. Ten people in the world can do this. Yeah, I've heard of this before. Ten people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, they, I listened to a, this American Life podcast where they were talking to somebody on it, and they were testing him because it's literally unbelievable. And like the things that he can recall from a random Tuesday in February of 1985 or whatever, it's incredible. Uh, so there's a famous person that has this um, ability, and, mm-hmm. and that's who they interview. And believe me... What these people can do will quite simply make your head spin. Take a ride with me down memory lane with veteran Hollywood actress Mary Lou Henner. July 22nd of 1978. Here we go again. Do you know who that is, Gimpy? I have no idea. I'm I'm about to look. Do you know? Mm -mm. She was the redhead in Taxi. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Do you remember? The only people that I remember from Taxi is Christopher Lloyd, yeah. right? And Danny DeVito. That's it. Not Tony Danza. No, I didn't realize. No, I didn't. Or realize what's his name, name from uh, Man on the Moon? Like Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> yeah, she's the redhead from from, t- from Taxi. Right down the street. So driving and along, all these. And I want you to see this like one trick she does. Everything. Hey, mom. What day was Valentine's Day in '79? It was a Wednesday. That's amazing. Here's the fun. And a curse, by the way. Here's the fun part about that is like, how do you know these people just aren't bullshitting? Well, something like that you can can easily validate. Okay. And I I love that you brought that up because there is, she does another example uh, of it. Being at random, an episode of Taxi filmed more than 30 years ago. Thank you very much. I had a look at the Taxi episode from 1978, Come As You Aren't. Do you remember? Oh, that it? was the fourth episode that we shot, and I had the blue dress on. They're showing her in the blue dress. See, that was going to be my first question to oh, you. Oh, do you remember what color oh, dress you yes. wore to the party? Yes, yes, yes. And so so you, oh, and, and I remember Tony's line: "How come we can't go to the party too? How come we can't go to the party too? <laughs> you know, it's like things come back. A line to Alex: "You're maybe my best friend. You're maybe my best friend." And he turns around. You know, it's like the episode will come back to me. And I remember Mary Lou. I mean, what these people. There's a couple examples right there of Mm -hmm. she just remembered all that. Yeah. Okay. I buy that. I buy that. Remembering Tony's line. Okay. Yeah. 30 years ago. But like when it, you know, oh, I was, 
remember like it was yesterday, I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, okay, and a pair of <laughs> denim jeans, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, how do you know you're just not bullshitting the whole time? Right. I mean, because anybody can say anything, and you just have to take it for face value. I yes, except when someone wants to put you to the test, right? And they're prepared. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a curse. Yeah. Hey, where were you? We were gonna have dinner today. I forgot. Did you? Did you fucking forget? Did you, <laughs> <laughs> Mister? I fucking remember everything. <laughs> right. Right. It would be a curse. <laughs> and you could never like win an argument with your spouse ever mm-hmm. because never. they would literally remember everything all the time. Oh, right. Yeah. Unless you had it, then you would win every argument. Right. Ever. And y- you would win even the ones you weren't right on. So you could be like, hey, that's not what you said. That's what I said. Well, one of us has this rare disease that 10 people <laughs> on the fucking planet have. So try me. Tell me. Try me. Uh, bitch. Tell me who's telling the truth here. Yep. Damn it. That's what I'm saying. It. it would be a curse. Yeah, I'm good on all that, man. I am I'm happy with the memory that I have. Everybody's like, hey, how's it with Sally? She's great, man. She's super sweet. We have great sex. She's nice to my family. We have fun traveling together. She's a great cook. Uh, what, what? What's that? She doesn't fucking forget shit. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> right? oh, so anything oh. would be deliberate if she's like, oh, I forgot to stop and get milk. No, you fucking didn't. You didn't want to. Like, <laughs> there'd be nothing. Hey, did you give me a drink from the bar? Ah, it slipped my mind. No. No, I didn't. You literally didn't want to. Hey, will you pick up some, uh, I told you to pick up t- t- 12 lemons. No, you said six. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. No, you nope. know I said 12 because baby, baby needs 12. Baby <laughs> wanted 12 lemons. <laughs> Just make a smaller centerpiece with a glass. <laughs> right. Nobody's coming over for the centerpiece. <laughs> Love that movie. Uh, but yeah, that's, I think it would be more of a curse than a blessing. For sure, man. For sure. To never forget anything every little thing that you went through all those times the middle school kids picked on you every bad name that you've ever been called no way man of course i take it to the dark spot and, and it would be useless there's literally unless you're being quizzed on your life right yeah there's no benefit to it it probably creates more problems than benefits so with that is it just memories or is it just everything you absorb and i say that i ask because like okay you could be the world's smartest person if it's everything you absorb just you know start reading and and absorb everything be able to recall it factually yeah i don't know if it's that or if it's things that happen to you yeah great question though yeah because if that's That's true then these people that do it why aren't they on jeopardy exactly why aren't they doing other things exactly that'd be quite the parlor trick in terms of charging money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah right i'd be the best business person like it'd be limitless right right that who is that brad something bradley cooper yeah bradley cooper oh that movie yeah Yeah, that's not a good movie right no, it's a good movie. I've never seen he it. He takes that wonder drug that makes him retain everything so he could just yeah. like read and he becomes super brilliant. And I mean, if you remember everything always, then you would remember everything that you read. You'd become limitless. Yeah, but so the there give- has to be something. But the yeah. giveaway in the movie is that it's a curse, right? Mm. What's, the, what's the giveaway in the movie? What's the spoiler? Uh, I think that that drug... That, it makes your brain explode or something happens oh, to you. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I think that if you take too much of the drug, because you're accessing more of your brain or whatever. That makes sense. And I think that it makes them go crazy or something like that. Yeah. I feel like that would be definite a curse, man. I'd go, I'd go crazy. 
Well, that's the same. Wasn't the same movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Morgan Freeman, Lucy. right? Lucy. It's the same idea: is that we only use so much of your brain, but if you can use more, that you're suddenly not a thing anymore. Like you're not. Yeah, you're uh, an entity. Yeah. Yeah. She turns into like this tree thing. Yeah. It's a bizarre movie, but shit, is she smoking hot in it? Mm-hmm. She's smoking hot in everything. In that, she's really smoking hot. Uh, but I I like the idea that you don't use all of your brain. I I don't know. I may have shared this with you guys. There's a guy named David Goggins, and he talks about that you when you work out and do physical things, you only use like thirty percent. And when you quit, you think you've been giving you've given all you can when you've only probably given thirty five percent. That you can push yourself so much more. No one can do a hundred. A hundred would be death. But up until then, you can keep going, and your body will push past. It's got mechanisms in place to stop you or slow you down mm-hmm. at like forty percent and 50 and 55 and 60 like think of all those gates you'd have to get through to be at your limit physically and exerting energy see i don't believe that we only use part of our brain yeah i think that's been disproven yeah i think you're right how would they prove or disprove that well because it's the it's the the electro the electrons firing off in your brain that they measure Mm -hmm. yeah i think that that's like a Fable. You, that you only not, lose twenty. Yeah. You only use twenty percent of your brain. Maybe at once, but you use your whole brain. Yeah, even not even at once. Yeah, okay. I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You don't use the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Your brain's constantly working, and those like dormant things like um, nerves and stuff like that. It's constantly, constantly working. So to say that you you don't use it or use all of it or whatever, I think is silly because you you have to so to apparently, breathe. Apparently, the myth is ten percent. I don't mm-hmm. know. Apparently, this says the 10% of the brain myth is a widely perpetuated urban legend that most or all Americans only use 10% or another small percentage of their brains. It has been misattributed to many people, including Albert Einstein, by exploitation. It suggests that a person may harness this unused potential and increase intelligence. Changes in gray and white matter following new experiences and learning have been shown, but it has not yet been proven that the changes are. The popular notion that large parts of the brain remain unused and could subsequently be activated rests in folklore and not science, though mysteries regarding the functioning remain like memory consciousness, the physiology, because that's the way I understand it, Mm -hmm. is that there's no way to measure it. They literally don't understand how the brain works. They don't understand how dreams work. They don't understand any of those things. So when they, someone says, oh, you only use 10%, well, how the... How the shit would you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Because they can't even figure that. They can't figure out the brain at all. But they, they can tell which parts of your brain are working, right? They right. think they can, right? They uh, think they yeah. can. Hook it up to a machine and watch it change colors or whatever. A right. man. This a, is your empathy part. This is your logic part, all that stuff. Right. A machine created by mm-hmm. another man. So how do you know that machine's accurate? Right. That's the part that's twisted. And... um. How do you explain people then that are super smart? They just read more. I mean, reading doesn't make you smart. I can show you plenty of people that read that are dumb fucks. Well, okay, yeah, if you're reading stupid shit, totally. Comic books all the time or whatever. Yeah, but if you just had me read an encyclopedia every single day, I don't think I'd be any smarter. I think it's your ability to retain information. Exactly. Okay, there you go. There you go, that makes sense. And apply it Mm -hmm. to different things like logic and all that other stuff. Right, but if you're reading... Because what you're saying is you read more mm-hmm. stuff that makes you more smart, right? Which right. means you have more places uh, you're using more area right. to store that information, right? But, which would mean you're using more of your brain. Yes? Uh, no, no, not necessarily because it's just it's a sponge. 
your brain is spongy, so it's just... Like it would get bigger and bigger and not bigger? Not necessarily. <laughs> Everything just gets buried deep down inside, you know what I mean? And the new stuff is on top, you know, and it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I'm, obviously, I'm not using even 1% of my brain yeah. right now. Yeah. That I don't, was such I don't a stoner thought, and I watched him have <laughs> yeah. the stoner thought of like, and it just goes around and around and around and around, and where am I? Huh? Right. <laughs> well, what? what? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that you do use all of your brain. I don't think that that's true. Because here's the other part of that. I like the idea that you don't use all your part of your brain so when i do stupid shit it's not that i did stupid shit it's like i just didn't i didn't use that part of my brain sorry <laughs> right it's a va- yeah. more valid excuse than i'm an idiot right 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 that's why i like the idea that you didn't use all your brain that there's this untapped potential i think everybody there. yeah everybody's got untapped potential you know right but to say that you're only using part of your brain it, it doesn't make sense because you have to you, your brain's making your body move function breathe uh, blink stuff like that you know what I mean yes. the stuff that you do that you don't even think about right but uh, that's what the argument is right mm-hmm. is that you're everybody has that ability which mm-hmm. accounts for a small percentage mm-hmm. to do that and if you can do that with a small percentage there's this big percentage that is out there to do more stuff blah, blah, blah. mind blown what do you mean well I just it's too much for me to take in right now. <laughs> that's it <laughs> my brain hurts <laughs> cool well, what would you like to talk about then well no I'm, I'm happy talking about this you know I'm, I'm just fine with it it's just it's a lot I'll give you a Leroy Jenkins I'll save you gimpy thanks um okay so I had gone to a baby shower like two weeks ago or something like that and I find the most annoying thing in the world that I don't understand is opening gifts from other people in front of people like Someone sat next to her with like a thing that wrote everything down like, oh, this person got you this, this person got you that. I get that. But like, I don't care what you got her. I just ordered something off the registry. Why are we looking at the eighth cute baby onesie being like, oh, that's so cute. And I feel bad for the person opening presents because everyone's like, I want to see your reaction. I want to see if you love it as much as I do. It's like a weird thing that we all get in a group of people to be like, now you have to sit down and, and watch Everybody else's Are you implying that you should open gifts with no one around? Yes. <laughs> Quietly oh, that's in shitty. your bedroom. No. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's shitty. I bought a gift. I want to see you open it. Yeah. That's, that's what I don't understand. We Why? do that on, we do that on everything. I do this. I, I don't not want Not just this. baby showers. We do it ev- on everything. I do not want this at my baby shower if I ever have one or a wedding shower or whatever, because it's like so much pressure on the person that's opening gifts to uh, be like, there it is. I want to watch you love what I got you. And like, you I've can't never love felt it. that pressure. You can't love it more than you love the mother-in-law's gift or their other friend's gift. You have to give the same amount of equal reaction to everybody. Oh, no, you don't. You can't no. be like, no, oh, you don't. No, I you love don't. this. Yes, because then you're rude. No, you're and- not. It's your party. You're, that's not rude. Where did you come up with that's rude? Because it is. If you, How is it rude? If you love somebody else's present more than somebody else, like whatever, this onesie more than this one, then the person that gave a present that you don't like as much, you feel bad. You wow. have to give the exact same reaction for everybody. Sista, you're punching the ticket on the crazy train. <laughs> no. Yes, you are. Because how do you know what they're going to interpret as you being modest or not? I just think it's so shitty to sit in a room and everyone stare at your reaction because I bought this for you so I want you to have a good reaction. But we do that with anything. You do mm-hmm. it with your kids. You do it on Christmas. You do it on your birthday. You do that everywhere. I think it's different when it's like a 
a present for a kid, like if it's like Gimpy's birthday and you're opening up a, uh, a bunch of gifts for you, mm-hmm. we literally just pick something off of a registry. I don't care what Corbin got that person right. I, at all. It just seems like a very selfish thing to make this poor person sit in front of a group of people and then have their reaction judged because I want you to like it Who as much judge as I it? do. That's so weird. That's what it is. You just said it. No, I didn't. I said you said it. I don't. I don't judge at all. I don't even worry about my reaction. I want you. Just- we open gifts in front of everybody. That's like a thing. And not once in all the times have I ever opened gifts in front of other people have I been worried about my reaction if people will interpret it a certain way. Nor have I judged whether people will like it. And like you just said, oh, I, I got you something. I want to see if you like it. You you said that when we first started talking. That's what it is. I You're see judging. You open it. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to see your reaction. No, I want to see you open it. Why? Wanna... Because you like watching paper tear. <laughs> well, I like no, I sound. like joy. I like seeing joy. And if I bought you something off a of lift, you, you create. If anything, I would buy your argument of why do I need to see your reaction or get your approval off something that you told me to buy. It doesn't right. make it the whole. That thing, is a better argument than, it, than than I'm worried about your reaction on whether I like it enough or not. Well, because that's what, like, you're buying them something because you want them to like it. You want their you, reaction of them liking you, it. But you bought it off their list. Yeah, again. So I, what is, the, it, why would there be any concern on whether they like it or not? It makes, you bought something they told you to buy. Right. It makes, the whole thing makes zero sense to me. And it takes like an yeah. hour long of just the same thing. Oh my God, that's so cute. Oh my God, Here's so Here's cute. a news flash. Baby oh showers God. are stupid. Truth. They're fucking stupid and a giant waste of time. Eating pudding out of a diaper and tasting different baby food. Baby games, yeah. I, I did not have to do that. We did the measuring. Yeah, that's, that's fun. No, it's not. It's dumb. I thought it was fun. I had that's fun. A, I did not like the present opening part because it was like. Did you guys drink champagne? Uh, I didn't, but there was there. Yeah. There. So that's here's there's another shitty thing about them. She can't drink. <laughs> so everybody else is right. Getting everybody else was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there little lunch sandwich, like little deli sandwiches, like lunch meat? No, they had like sushi, maybe no. stuff she can't have. No, they had like fajitas or something like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it, it's not the only thing that's weird about. We're in agreement that baby showers are weird in general. I There's like- one thing more weird than baby showers: having a baby for your a shower for your second baby. For real, that's even more weird. For Why? Real. Because it's much greedy. like bachelor and bachelorette parties, you only get one. You only oh, get one. No, yeah. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, it's, because you ta- you should be taking the stuff that you had from baby number one and mm-hmm. applying it to baby number two. Well, my friends are having twins, and so they need twice as much shit now. So, oh. regardless, even my other friend, I've got so many pregnant friends right now. I'm so jealous, <laughs> but uh, she's having a baby shower for her second one, and I'll do the same thing. I've I've baby Go- showers Google, are fun. Google if. To see if a second baby shower, a baby shower for baby two is rude. It's not the first time I've heard somebody say that. Uh, and um, I just, I don't think, I don't think it's rude. How you is it not ce- rude? Because you're just celebrating and you're getting presents for doing so. Yeah, you don't need presents. I mean, celebrate, that's fine. But to yeah. get presents? Yeah, because yeah, essentially fine. showers, wedding showers, baby showers, they're all a solicitation for, I need shit. Mm-hmm. I need this. I need a crib. I need That's all it is. You know, I'm, whatever. I'm bribing you to buy me something. Pretty much. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to celebrate this new life or whatever. Guy, guys under, you know, I need shit or whatever. The whole I'm, process of babies and like gifts and, and baby showers and nurses, all that is just so stupid. It's so stupid. I get the mystique around it. Mm. Like, I get the excitement around it, but mm-hmm. when you think of it from a practical standpoint, 
hey, we've got to rush around and get a nursery done for something that won't they won't even use it for six months, maybe. Hey, we've got to buy all these clothes for a kid. We don't even know if it'll fit them. Right. Mm-hmm. In terms of practicality, baby showers and nurseries are ridiculous. Well, I mean, if you buy a six-month-old whatever onesie, they'll at one point fit not, into it. Not necessarily. What if the baby's bigger than most babies? Yeah, you come what out with a What if the baby's smaller baby. than most babies? Mm-hmm. What if you buy a we'll six-month onesies with short, that short sleeves, but they're not that size until the winter? Well, then you put a jacket on. There's lots of options. I'm just <laughs> the, the point. Of, you're not buying a jacket. Do you know why? Because you're going to spend what twenty five dollars on a jacket mm-hmm. they may not wear or wear once. Yeah, right. because just, they grow at ridiculous paces. I'm just saying, the whole process is completely a waste of time. I might buy a baby shower on the twins thing, and I might buy a second baby shower on the twins thing, or a second baby shower if you're like maybe you're having a boy, but you don't need as many things. Right. You're not asking for a high chair. Or something or like that. Or a changing that. pad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that stuff you probably have. So then what, what are you buying? I don't know. Whatever you want on your registry. They got... No kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's. I think it's a celebration of the baby that's coming. Then don't do gifts if it's a celebration. No, because I also celebrate my birthday and I want gifts for that too. Right, but that's not your birthday. This is the baby isn't born. Right, but we are celebrating. Actually, I don't. I'm not even going to change either of your minds on it. So I don't know why I'm trying. I'm just, no, I'm not That's trying. Fine. I'm not asking you to change my mind. I'm asking about the thought process. It's not a birthday. But I know. But we're celebrating the baby, my pregnancy, and again, know, we're we're celebrating again. Yeah, because How it's many, a new baby. What about it's a your third baby? What about your third baby? Yeah. As many babies as you have, Whoa. you can have a baby oh, shower for shit. all of them. No, no, no. That's no, insane. No. You get those baby factories out there that are just pumping them out. You got like 18 kids or whatever. You got to do 18 baby showers? Yeah. No way. All I, 18. That would be a fight in our house. I'd be like, we're not buying another gift for for the for the Sallies. Right. For their fifth kid. We're not doing it. Why? Why, Why should do you we? Care? Why do you care? Because it's, it's my money. If it's baby one or baby six. Because it's my money. I'm not spending more money. Yeah. They're my, that's like, buy, that's, that's like, crappy. How is it crappy? Because it doesn't matter to it's you. It's rude to expect gifts on the fifth baby. It's rude to expect gifts on the second baby. No, I it, don't think so at society all. Society has deemed it so. I, I, I have better friends then <laughs> that I don't think would think it's rude. That was rude. And that I, was really rude to say. Because well, I, I just think it's a crappy thing for you to judge like, oh, I'm not you judging. don't deserve it. You don't deserve you it because you had it's three It's not about babies. deserving. It's about you have enough. When is enough? Yeah, I, you can, do, I you don't can, agree. You can have a party. You can ask for more stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I have boundaries on how I spend my money. And buying, that's like having you move into your house the fifth time and having a housewarming party again mm-hmm. and expecting, that's, that's totally uh, this weird, like, I want stuff type of thing. And that's ridiculous. That's taking advantage of your friends. No. No one's got a gun to your head. If you don't want to go, you, you don't want no, to give you them. you are having a gun because you're saying it's rude if I don't. Right. Well, and now you're judging. Yeah, because I, I don't understand the point. It's like putting up a fight about something that doesn't, it's not a big deal. If someone Except wants- I'm spending money. I'm spending my money to buy you something that you don't need. Well, you don't know if I need it or not. How do you know? Because it's your fifth baby. So, what if the other stuff I threw away because I didn't know this is a surprise well, I'm not, baby? Then I'm not enabling your stupidity. Well, I don't know. I just accidentally got knocked up. I didn't know this was going to happen. I gave away <laughs> well, everything I to go to Will. I accidentally don't need to buy you more stuff. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to. That's a, it's a weird uh, entitlement thing to be like, I should get more gifts because I'm having another kid. Yeah. It's just like I think it is if you have, move into your fifth home you sh- and you have another party. 
And for a housewarming party, and you expect more gifts, I think that's a little ridiculous. Have a party, celebrate, but don't bring a toaster. I'll get you a gift card. Doesn't <laughs> matter. You don't have to buy me a gift card at all. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just come over and get drunk. I, housewarming parties are like that same way. Like people have housewarming parties, and when they keep moving, and have a, I'm like, no, because it's breaking your new house not to get more spatulas. No, it is. That's the. It's the same concept as a baby shower. Soliciting housewarming parties, more stuff. Yeah, stuff. You the need. same. Principle. I don't know. Maybe it's different. Like the housewarming parties that I've been to. Like Lindsay, she literally just moved across the street to a different house and had a housewarming party because it's like, oh, we're throwing a party. And this is your new living space. It's more about that. Yeah. Less Do about- people bring gifts? Yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. To bring gifts is ridiculous. When you move at least more than, after the second time, I think it's it's a lost cause. Mm. Now you're just being greedy. Mm. I mean, just it's like the same to party. Concept. And I like presents. And I like giving presents. You, no, so well, I'm fine I would, with it. I would you don't argue. like watching people open them. I would, yeah, I don't like watching <laughs> people is, open them. Which is also weird, but we're getting off topic. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think maybe you might be a little clouded with it because you love babies so much. Mm. And I like parties and I like presents. Except when they're not for you and then you don't want to see anybody have joy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go to your bedroom, shut the door, crank up the music, and yeah. open your presents what should they do? Write a list. What should they do? Open it by yourself. With no one around? Yes. And I just write down the list. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like you. watching people open presents because maybe Corbin got something that I find interesting. I'm like, oh, that's neat. I yeah. wonder where I can get that. I, yeah. I like watching people open presents. I think it's fun to see people's happiness. Mm-hmm. The worst Seeing people's it's happiness? the worst. No. It's 15. the worst? That's not the worst. Oh, I love that this. That seems overly dramatic. Oh, my God. I love this. Oh, my God. This is so cute. Oh, my God. This is so cute. Oh, my God. This what is so cute. What about bachelorette parties? Oh, my God. I love this. What about right. bachelorette parties when they open gifts? Is, um, that, is that the same? Does it fall into the same no, category? Because, Why not? Because you normally they're like sex stuffs involved, and so they're like conversation starters. It's not the same thing uh-huh. over and over again. It's not 15 onesies or it's that just, are it's adorable. Lingerie. It's right, like three or four right, lingerie right. pieces, or it's 13 dildos or whatever. Right. And it's the same thing that you argued, which is that they have to act like they like it. No, because I've, well, in my opinion, the bachelorette party stuff is more just like conversation. They're sex toys. Like it's more fun stuff, not so the you same. Buy gifts as conversation starters? No, but they parties. are because they're naturally about sex. So, oh, what's that? What does that do? You know what a onesie does. I got to be honest. I've never been to a bachelor party, so I don't know what the protocol is for buying a gift. Because yeah. guys don't get gifts at bachelor parties. Yeah. Well, girls lap dances. You know. Sometimes. That, I mean, yeah, sometimes. But if that be the only gift, your buddy buys you a lap dance or beer, both. Yeah, girls, they give... Either lingerie, not so much because it's kind of weird to buy lingerie for somebody else. You I don't know what so. size they are, so that doesn't really or happen. Get the wrong size, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, so are they normally, crotchless ones and they're like, I'm a little more conservative than this? Yeah, normally you don't do that, but you'll give like sex toys or like whips and chains so, or like that kind of stuff. So, so <laughs> it's a weird double standard, right? Like, I don't want to buy lingerie in, a, in the wrong size and offend you, but here's Kong Dong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> here's a butt plug. Yeah. Here's the satisfier. Awesome right. sex toy. Here you go. Right, mm-hmm. right. Ah, that's so weird. Yeah. That's weird to think about that there's like this weird double standard with that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I, I've never been to a bachelor party where gifts are exchanged. Nope, never, maybe, ever. Maybe like, hey, I brought, it's not wrapped, but here's a bottle of, you know, Johnny Walker. Here's a bottle of Jameson. Like something right. like that. Right. Not here is a 
pocket pussy or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know. right. He's a flesh bite. <laughs> right. <laughs> Congratulations. Weird. You're getting married. You're going to need this more often. Can you imagine being a party? Like, hey, man, I got you a gift, man. Congratulations. I'll get... Thanks, man. Go ahead. Open it. Well, everybody, right. gather around. As they all stare. And like everybody's got their mimosa. <laughs> they're standing around watching. And they open up. It's a fleshlight. Uh, It'd be awkward. It'd be so awkward. <laughs> Go ahead. Stick a finger in her. See how it feels. Everybody. This <laughs> is real. real. It's a real soft, man. <laughs> it would get like, what's the porn stars who do just their asses, the right, most of their asses. Right, like, right, exactly. Such the gifts. <laughs> if we followed the same protocol, the gifts would be so Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> I got you a half an ass. <laughs> Whatever. Right. So that's all it is. It's right. just the booty. I know you're getting oh. married, but here's a silicone imprint of a porn star's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Yeah. Half the gifts would never make it home. The guys would be like, I cannot take this home. Fuck no, you would can't. You, how pissed I would, throw would you it be? In the trunk. If he came home with a flashlight, yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck is going or on? A, or a silicone mold of a, of, yeah. a, of a porn star's ass. Yeah, I would not like that. But with girls, we're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's purple okay. and it's got yeah. rhinestones. <laughs> Ow. It's mm-hmm. so weird. I've never thought of it that way. It's so That's so bizarre. And women are so quick to judge men that go to strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But women, that's all they're, they're, they're only talking about. That's the, the whole basis of it. Yeah. Yep. And penis draws. That's so great. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Guys don't have to worry about they're, drinking from teddy straws or anything. I've seen it happen, though. That has happened. <laughs> that has happened. I, I got to be honest. I don't recall the last. I think Biggie's was the last bachelor party I was, I'd been to. I can't recall another bachelor party, and I didn't even stay. I like, went for a moment mm. yeah, because I knew his mine. bachelor party was going to be too much, <laughs> too much. Like I, I met know. up with him at Fishbones, if I remember right, and he was already gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he won't even remember if I'm here. <laughs> so I had a drink, and then I was like, they're like, we're going to the next bar. I'm like, okay. No, I'm going home. Bye. <laughs> yeah. When was the last bachelor part, bachelorette party you were at, Sam? Mm, uh, a year ago, our neighbor got married, and so we went with her. Ooh, a neighbor? Mm-hmm. Are you guys close to the neighbor? Yeah. Mm. All of our neighbors were buddies with. So I think it was, or maybe it was her best friend getting married. Yeah, I think it was our neighbor's friend that got married. Oh, He's, and went to her, but that's even more, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we always hang out at the pool and stuff, so they just invited me to go out, and I think I stayed for uh, maybe an hour. I didn't even stay for the presence part. Where was it at? Her house. Okay. In our neighborhood. Okay. So it wasn't, that's out. even more easy to go do. Yeah. And then they went out afterwards, and I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get drunk with them. But why not? They're your friends. Is it because it's not at the pool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gimpy? Uh, mine. My bachelor party. I've never been to another person's bachelor party. Really? Seriously. No one's. Nobody. Not even the guys you're friends with pretty much yeah because you don't want to or they aren't you're not invited <laughs> the latter half and never get invited really seriously that's interesting nobody's ever said hey i'm having a bachelor party this weekend you should come nobody's ever said that really uh-huh that's bizarre eh, that's normal for me oh mm-hmm. this came up while you were gone uh-huh how old are you are you 37 <laughs> about to turn 38 <laughs> fun i will be 39 ah, next shit. week. Next next Wednesday. I swear you said I'm 37 about to turn 38. Yeah. I swear that's what I heard. Yeah, no, no. 1980 makes me 38 as of now. I clearly don't have the uh, feature that uh, 
what's her name from Taxi. Right. Has the ability remember. to remember shit. <laughs> Cle- clearly. You and me both, my friend. Are we going to get you drunk for your birthday here? Ooh, probably not. No. Come when's on. Your, when's your birthday? Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Next, Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah, wasted. Yeah. I feel like we should. I feel like that's uh, the thing. I'm good on that. I know, but I'm there's good. two other people voting. <laughs> I guess I don't have a choice. I will drink continually throughout the entire show. How's that? No, you got to no. do the From power. Yeah, the yeah. power hour. Yeah, you got to do the wizard. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I feel like I got shit to do afterwards. Do you? Do you? Is it just looming over you? Yeah, yeah. On a Wednesday? On a Wednesday. It's called nap. Yeah. I, guess. I don't know. You'll get your nap. Well, I'm sure I will. All right. So listen, uh, we are going to have another patio party a week from this Friday. That'll be the last one at Fassler Hall. Mm. We've also got a Fairway to Hell that you can sign up for if you love disc golf. It's the thing to go do. So. Uh, and we should say this too. We are going to be hitting our millionth podcast download in October. Get the fuck out of here. And uh, we will be celebrating doing a podcast like this live. Nice. We're going to take it somewhere uh, like on a, on a Thursday or a Friday night or a Saturday night or something where we can drink and uh, do the thing. And there'll be an open mic for listeners and stuff. So um, when we get that planned, we'll uh, let you guys know. So hopefully that'll happen soon. Uh, the details will, so we can let you know about the millionth podcast show. So, uh, you guys have a great week. We love you. Bye. Bye bye.